PFT Media. Hey, you guys. Hey, it is your buddy Peter, and this is episode 146. It is my interview with Art Dude, a man about town and a local icon here in Central Florida, specifically Orlando. His name is Pat Green, and it took a little while for me to do this. I've been after Pat probably since I started this podcast, since I met him, because I think I met him shortly after I started the podcast, and I've been after Pat to come in here and hang out for a bit, and it took me three years, but I'm glad I did it because he is interesting. Not only is he an art dude, he he, he ran for mayor at one point. Uh, He's a DJ. Uh, He's a great storyteller. That, that's pretty much why I wanted him in here, because he's lived a, a, a very, very weird and wonderful life, and he's full of stories and full of wisdom, and just an all-around good guy, and, and he's my friend, and hopefully he's your friend, too. It's Pat Green, episode 146. Next week, this one's good, uh, it is Chris Belt. He is a classical guitarist, and he is the executive director of the Timaqua Art Foundation, which is a dynamite place to see live music or, or uh, pretty much live anything here in Central Florida. He comes in and we talk about stuff. I'm going to try to keep these things short from now on. If you want a sticker or a button, or email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. That's it. Be nice to each other. Take care of each other. Love each other. Pet dogs. Go outside and play. Have fun. Well, by the way, I love you. Peace. Bye-bye. so much for checking out episode uh what i think might be 165 i'm not really sure and i haven't really been keeping records lately of scotch and good conversation i am your host my name is peter we are in the rosenland studios in beautiful orlando florida and we're like a weekly hangouty podcasty afternoon beer drinking get together interviewee talky type thing here is what we do we find interesting people we invite him in, we crack open a beer, we hang out, my dog barks a lot, then we hit the record button and we talk. Hopefully it's something that we enjoy, hopefully it's something that we have a good time and we, I learn something, I get to know somebody, we become friends, and hopefully it's something you will find interesting too. If you dig this kind of thing, go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com, you can find each and every one of my past 164 maybe episodes. We are on uh, Stitcher. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcast. We're probably on a bunch of other stuff that I don't know about. If you'd like to get involved, if you want to be a guest, if you know someone who should be a guest, someone interesting who's got a story to tell, give us a call, 407-706-9523. That is 407 407- 706 quiet rosie 9523 or you can email us over at scotch and good conversation at gmail.com 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all those things. Join the Facebook group. That's that's the one where we have the most fun. That's the one where I give away prizes for participation. You can win some free shit. That's kind of cool. Uh, it's called Scotch and Good Conversationalist. And we couldn't do this without the help of some very wonderful people who uh, give us things or money to podcast. And here is a commercial from one of them. You've had a hard week and you need a drink. You need a craft cocktail made by an amazingly talented bartender. Maybe you'd rather have a craft beer. You need someplace that you can go and hang that's got live music or a DJ, someplace comfortable, someplace laid back, someplace away from the hustle and the bustle and the nonsense of downtown. You need some little indies in your life. They've been doing craft cocktails and craft beer for a long time, and they do it very, very well. Go check them out. They are in the Mills 50 District at 1036 North Mills Drive, and have them make you something delicious tonight and tell them you heard about them on scotch and good conversation and we couldn't do it without a guest and this has been a long time coming um uh pat green hey uh by the way the heavy breathing was mostly the dog mostly mostly rosie just some i mean you took your pants off during the beginning of that that was awkward but i just rolled past it because i am professional thank you for being here was it awkward Uh, well we'll see (laughs) i thought you were comfortable it it, it depends on how this all ends but thank you for being here I, uh, you, you, uh, you, you weren't on my initial list. Cause when I started this, I didn't know you and I don't know why. Cause we've lived in the same town and I think we run on the same crowds. Um, but, but uh, we've been trying to make this happen for a little while. For like a couple of years, a couple of years. I think so. Uh, move that mic a little bit closer to your face. There we go. That's probably good. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but, uh, uh, you said you listen a little bit. So these are three things that I know about you. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, first thing, and this is odd. You ran for mayor, and I think I read about it in the paper, and I read that you wanted to put ping pong tables in City Hall. Is this the truth? Um, that wasn't me. Okay, so yeah, that wasn't you. There was um, there was somebody else. What's the guy, the environmentalist, the guy that... <laughs> Someone who loved um, ping pong and the environment? Tom, Tom something or other, Tom? Okay. Were no, you running against him? No, I, I was actually not on the ballot, but he... One of the things he did in... Uh, it was 2000. Okay. Was that he wanted to have police pulling rickshaws around downtown like by the city hall so he's a little crazier than you yeah and i i didn't really have any sort of um stance so <laughs> my slogan was i don't i don't want to talk about it so. Yeah, 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 yeah. so i actually didn't promise anything no okay that maybe i would so what year was <laughs> mine was in 2004 okay, but so... i think this guy uh, tom levine that, that's and, the name. And he, and he the, got 15% of the votes, I think, or something. We could know. have done worse than Tom, I think. And um, I wasn't on the ballot, and the part of the joke is there was no write-in slot. Oh, there see, is I, now. I, and I, I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that part of the story. And the weekly actually was even going to... You had to pay over $1,000 to get on the ballot. Mm-hmm. And they um, thought that I... I think they thought that I didn't want to... wasn't on the ballot because I didn't want to pay the money or didn't have the money, so they... We're gonna sponsor me, and I was just like, no, I don't want to be mayor. You don't particularly want to be mayor. Okay. Yeah. Did you get any votes? Do you know if anybody voted? Well, for I don't you? know if anybody could vote for me, but I. Th- think oh yeah, because there's the spot thing. I, I think I, if I you got uh, lost in the story. I think if you press them, they would let you vote. Yeah, yeah. 
So they might have got a few votes, but I don't I, I, think that many people pressed them. I'm fairly certain that I got a um, like four or five votes for like uh, somebody in charge of water or something a couple of years ago because I briefly went, hey, I think I'm running for this on Facebook, and yeah. some people showed me a picture of the, of them voting for me. So nice. I don't I don't think I would have been the man for the job. You think it w- you would have made a good mayor if by some fluke you I mean, actually I could got still in? Still do it, I guess, right? You should do it. Yeah, you've got clout in this town. Um, you know you have clout. It's okay. Sometimes, to know. sometimes I feel like I want to be mayor, and sometimes I feel. But I also feel like, uh, like, and I guess in this era of where you can have like all kinds of scandals and nobody cares, but no one apparently gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It used to be like Clinton was like, I didn't inhale, and that was nobody, that was the, that was the worst thing. Yeah, nobody gives a shit if yeah, you yeah. inhaled or not. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy. Now they make fun of you for not inhaling. Uh, absolutely, I I kind of don't and respect a politician who hasn't inhaled, and. The funny part was you—you you know Clinton inhaled, but uh, yeah. we've—we've we've gone from that to something worse. Um, are you going to run for mayor again? Just—just just reference. You can—you can, you can um, say it here. It's day to day, you know. Okay, so so you heard it here first. That's got a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Pat Green is running for mayor. <laughs> uh, second thing, and this is something I found out about you through our buddy Matt Duke. And I, I find it, I find it I'm hard. I'm about the credibility. No, 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 no. I know this is the truth. I find it hard to believe this because you don't look like this guy at all. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult because I have no problems with people who join the military. Oh, I, right, I'm right. just, I'm just too scared to do it. I was a war hero. I, I don't know if you, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, um, you were in the army and yeah. you do not look like the kind of guy who was in the army. No, and I think they were, probably would have agreed with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was for four years or longer? Three, three. Three years? I joined... Can you do that? Can you join the Army for three years? Well, at the time you could. I don't know about now, but... Okay. The reason I joined it, the Army was because it was the shortest enlistment. <laughs> okay. And I, feel, I feel like the Air Force or the Coast Guard could... They were all like four years. And yeah. I just said, and also the Army, you know, the standards are lower, so they promised me anything, you know? They were like, oh yeah, we just want you to you know, do this. You How know? old are you at this time? When I did this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you were... I joined when I was 19, and I went in right when I turned 20. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was ridiculous. I love your gun ho attitude. I just want to find something that the standards are low. That, that's, yeah, that's... That was, it was, <laughs> I just wanted to actually leave the house for a while. You okay. Know? You could have went hitchhiking, you know, because that, yeah, seems, no, I... that seems more like you than the Army. Oh, and I contemplated that. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they feed you It was an Army. impulsive thing to yeah. join the Army. I wasn't like... It wasn't something that... I mean, at the... And, you know, just a couple of years before that, I was talking about burning my draft card, you know, because I was the Vietnam War I was going, when I was like 15. Okay. And then it ended. Was there a draft card for 15? I feel like... No, no, no. But yeah. I'm saying that when I get my draft card, I'm going to burn it. Okay. Like I would talk about like you that. Rebel. And I remember people would get angry with me and the idea that I had to bring it up when I was like 13 or 15. Do was... they still have that thing? You're... A little older than me, and so I don't know, and I doubt you know. Do they have still that thing where you have to uh, sign up in case there's a draft? I think you do, but I think it's like, you didn't, did you have to do that? I had to do it, like, that's when it started, when I turned, it was, uh, when did I turn 18? It, uh, that sounds like 1985, that, that well, seems about right. And I think it started right around there, and I put it off and put it off. I thought it was a little off. before that it started, but. Maybe early 80s? Because um, my brother, I think, had to do it, he's two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I don't remember my brother have to. My brother is fifty five, and you're my brother is fifty eight. Are you sixty? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe what? Maybe I wasn't aware of it until it became a thing where I was scared that I might have be drafted. Because huh. back, you know, if you figure, like, you figure during the eighties we were scared we we're going to go to Russia, go to war with Russia. So, and then I was clearly not the man for the job. So yeah. I, I, you were though, because 
you're a veteran. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you no, know, you are. I mean, I'm you... a veteran, but I don't know about man for the job. Yeah, right? but no, you can say you're a veteran. I can't say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah anybody who joins the military, it's automatically, in my book, and it sounds like I'm bullshitting, you're a better man than I am because you I actually like did people it. I'm a veteran when it's when they're really like an obnoxious conservative person <laughs> because they're always like telling me about patriotism and I'll go, I fought for this country, which I didn't really fight for them. But, I... but you would have if, if, if it came up. <laughs> You know, it, you, that's fine. If it came up, you you would would you put a gun in your hand? You just probably wouldn't. You would fire it in the air or something. I think at the time I might have done anything just because I wanted an adventure, but now I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, you could have run with the bulls. There, there, that was out there. Oh, I mean, I did yeah. a, I did a lot of things. Did you run with the bulls? No, but I did a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah, any desire that was that was on my bucket list. I always wanted to do that. Then I realized it's stupid. I mean, uh, it's stupid for me. It's not stupid for anybody else who runs like the military. Like it's. That's good. If you want to join the military, you go. You be the best military person you can be. I wasn't. I, yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't be good at running with the Bulls. But you seem like a running with the Bulls guy more than a joining the military guy. Yeah. I. Uh, That's a compliment, I think, right? Yeah. I, between, um, I think it was like right when I turned, right before I was 21, I went to Germany in about like two years in the Army. Pre-military. Okay. So yeah, this is during the military. Yeah. Okay. So, and then... I got out of the army when I was, I just like a week after I turned twenty three. Okay, and um, I uh, spent another about two and a half years out of the country, on and off between th- twenty three and thirty one. That sounds like the perfect time to be out of the country. Yeah, and I was, I was, uh, I did a lot of, you know, I had, I picked grapes in Germany. I was a uh, waiter in London, and I worked at a hotel in Athens, Greece, and. Uh, I did all these things, and I worked in. I was on a kibbutz, a farm in Israel, and I did all these things. But uh, oh my god, it was just. Uh, it was. I mean, I was just running wild. You know? Yeah, like, and yesterday you were in Fort Pierce. That's such a weird place. It, like the, the world is. is... Isn't, isn't uh, Fort Pierce? Because I was thinking this. I think no, it's actually probably Stewart. I think we might have had this conversation, where they have the uh, Velvet Underground um, fan club. What? That I didn't know. Stewart has something called... Well, Stewart is kind of the anti-Fort Pierce. Well, it's... it's. I don't know if it still exists, but that was like... I think it was by like a couple who were just way into the Velvet Underground and they started this, you know, like they were like people that worked at like a record store or something. And um, I think for a while, Mo Tucker lived down there. Mo Tucker is who? I should the know The drummer. That. She was the oh, drummer. I, I See, I, do you love the Velvet Underground? Yeah, I, I do like them a lot. I am... I understand why they're important, but I, I, I just, I can't, I, I can't, I like, I like Lou Reed. It's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah well, so, I mean, I love the whole, I mean, I'm, I'm, cause the whole thing they were, I mean, they were pretty like, like, uh, what's his name? John Cale played. Yeah. Almost like basically classical stuff. Like, or, you know, he played the theater of eternal music beforehand with like these Lamont Young and some pretty major composers. I hate it when people come on this podcast and make me feel real dumb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Keep going. No, it, but it's good for me because I'll look that up. And, yeah. and the idea that they were like sort of, I mean, they formed in the factory with Andy Warhol. Yeah, and yeah. They were kind of, there was just such a broad kind of thing going on too, you know. But, but it was also kind of a fuck you to anything that was going on also, which which I love that part about it. It was kind it. of a little more of the art world, you know, than yeah, yeah. it was the music world. I know, I, I love that part yeah. about it. I just, like, I, I love everything except the music. Oh God, I love the music. See, I, and maybe I need to go back. Like, what's yeah. that song, Heroin? Yeah. That, that's Velvet Underground, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like eight minutes. 
We used to listen to that in the army. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> well, we segued. And um, thing number three I know about you. for your Thank six, you for serving. Th- 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 thank you. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to say that? Should, um, do you get pissed when people say that? Da- <laughs> a few days from now uh, is Veterans Day. Okay. That's, that's Monday. But, um, this coming Monday, right? But um, when I, Yeah. When I think of when people say thank you for serving, a lot of times I think... Why are, you don't even know what I did, you know? Like, why are you thanking me? You I mean, it, it, so, as a veteran, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get letters. <laughs> I just won't pay attention to them. As a veteran, if I don't say thank you for serving, is that offensive? No. Okay, because no one, ever, actually, no, no one ever says thank I you for podcasting. I feel a little more uncomfortable when somebody does say it, because I think, like, I was talking to a friend of mine a couple of years ago that was in the Army with me. He came to see me, and I hadn't seen him. Is he like you? We were really good friends in the army, and I hadn't seen him in like since the early '80s. Okay, and we were talking about how wild we were and everything. And he said, "I said, yeah, when somebody says thank you for serving, and I just, uh, I, I did some pretty wild things there." And he goes, "Get out of here!" He said, "He said to, that somebody said thank you for serving," and he goes, "Yeah." He said, "I had my only threesome in the army," <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and they just looked really kind of uh, disturbed, and he said. Yeah. He said it was with two women, he said, but I didn't, you know, give them any hints of what it was. He said, because I, I wanted to make it even more... Even more awkward and... Because like, yeah. he said that person was, like, the person would be awkward. I with... I, I have a buddy who, who did, like, eight years in the Army. and uh, I couldn't have done that. Yeah, and, 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 and again, I admire him. I was like, a sharpshooter, though. That also, I, I would never get... And I think, I, I think that was in my notes. And I scored perfect on the grenade course. How hard is that? Shit just blows up. Yeah, you have to. You have to hit your not target. kill yourself. Have you have to go to throw. Okay, see, I couldn't do that because I throw like a girl. Yeah. Like not not that girls throw. I I threw I throw like a person who doesn't know how to throw. I think yeah. throw, I throw like a girl is a bad thing to say. Yeah. But but I I throw like a girl who doesn't throw well. Is athletic, that okay? And then the athletic girl. Yeah, but you. The other thing that it's not a notes, but you're you were an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, you played like I, baseball. Yeah, and, and I can definitely throw. Yeah, see, I can't throw. Like I, I it's it's this thing at the well, end. That was the part of like in the army because I was really fast back then too and i really was in good shape and i yeah. when i was in basic training i went there and i was just really kind of um i thought i, I almost got kicked out about three days and solid because i was um my father told me well first of all my father said to me why the fuck did you join, <laughs> join the army? army that's what i would have said to you and my dad was smuggling pot at the time and he'd been in the army and got a medical discharge for drinking scotch and milk so, which would go well on your your radio show. It's a horrible name for a podcast. Well, <laughs> and milk. Yeah. He had he had asthma, and he found out somehow he found out that the combination of alcohol and dairy okay. gave him a minor asthma attack. So he'd have one every night. To so get told, so he got out. He clingered. So yeah, yeah. So he. Uh, no one's gonna get that. But he got this. Uh, yeah, some people might. <laughs> but he he said that he. Uh, and he's like, why the hell do you do this? And all, and then he told me. You know they're gonna make you a squad later, and I said, "What do you mean?" But that's kind of a compliment. He realized well, that you were smart well, no, no, and, no. and he had said, potential. He said it had nothing to do with it. He said oh. they make the tall guys squad leaders. Okay, so that's not a compliment. And he goes, "They don't give a shit, you know, if you're an idiot." You yeah, know? so you just run. Then he was totally right. They picked like four tall guys, and I was a squad leader. And, Wait, um, why did they? Because you look up to tall guys, like yeah, like just physically. It was just, like, it was just completely like the bullshit. Like this guy looked like a squad leader, so um. But I was a squad leader for like a day. Yeah, yeah. And these guys were doing something. I can't remember what that they weren't supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. 
And did it involve hand grenades? But I, whatever it was, I didn't tell on them, and they found out they were doing it. They said, "Why didn't you tell?" And I said, "I'm not a snitch. <laughs> I'm not a squad leader." And he goes, "He goes, and they got and the um, they gave me this like they got really upset, and they said it's more of being a man." I go, I said, "What?" I said, "I said I think it's more like being a snitch. <laughs> it's just not being a rat." And he goes, "And I really, I said, I'm not going to tell on people." So they, I was no longer squad leader. It's probably best. I, you know, I don't know much about the military, but uh, I don't. I don't know that you're squad leader material, Pat. Well, and then I can't remember what they said that I. It was probably a weekend. They said a week in. They said your um, attitude isn't very kind of like it doesn't seem like you want a to be here. A week into the army. Yeah, it seems doesn't seem like you want to be here. And I think I said something like, "Who really does?" You know, but it's like I'm here. So um, did they pull you out of like the little group yeah, they, thing? Yeah, they took me like, and they were the nice, room. or did they yell at you? Because no, they weren't really very nice. Everything I learned in the Biloxi Blues and, and uh, uh, Platoon apparently is wrong, according to because uh, no, I see were, they're going. You know, Pat. No, they were not. They were not okay. Nice. Good. So this, this was this was yelling. They were always assholes. And yeah, I, I hated it, and I was a. Uh, but I decided that I'm here, and I didn't want to like. So I said, "Give me a second chance." But, like, it was kind of like I was. Uh, I was in really good shape when I got there. So they would do things like, we're going to run up that sand hill. It's like 100 degrees. And they're, you know, they're trying to like just sounds, piss you off and kill you. And, sounds terrible. And I would like try to act like I loved everything. And I was like, let's go up that other hill. And I would ask them, like, after they everybody's dropping, I'd be like, we should go over there. There's so many hills. And just like, I was like, this is amazing. And I would just go on about how great a time I'm having. And they just, it, you were doing then, fuck you wrong. Yeah. So then, uh, well, I don't know. It was pretty, and then, and then I, um, was, there was a time when I was in, uh, basic training. There's like 200 guys in there. And, um, they had this, oh, like it was, there was a commercial. I don't know. You might remember the right guard commercial mm -hmm. where you open up the, the cabinet, the guy would open up the cabinet and there would be his neighbor there. And it was a like a deodorant commercial. It was big at the time. Yeah. But it was like, he opens the, his medicine cabinet and on the other side would be his neighbor. And he'd be like, hey, neighbor, or whatever, this kind of thing. I like do this. kind of remember this. And, and it was kind of like, a, I mean, it was creepy, but they acted yeah. like it was like, oh, yeah, it's good to see you. But um, I remember saying something. Like, I looked out the window. I was late for formation, and I looked out, and I said like a couple of lines from that commercial. <laughs> and like when everybody was staring at me, and I was supposed to be out in formation. So you're in your, and, in your underwear. And, and he didn't think it was like funny at all. And no, I, they, 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 no and sense then, of humor. And then, um, I don't know. Like I, I did a few things that were kind of just smart ass, and I don't even remember what I said. But I was about four weeks in, and I think it was like six weeks was. And I got the flu, and I okay. had like 102 temperature. Legitimately got the flu, not acting. Yeah, flu. no, but okay. they, they, like you had the flu, they would send you to the hospital because they didn't want everybody to get sick. Yeah. Makes sense. So I was there for like three days, but when you're in the hospital, they fucking made you like make the bed, mop the floor. I mean, they like I was dying, you know? Yeah. And they, I mean, I felt like I was dying, but they would just like treat you shitty there too. Okay. So I, I you... get out and they put me since i missed a few days of basic training they what they called the recycling they put me in another, it was three days <laughs> i know they missed put me in another unit okay that was two weeks in and then you're a unit leader again so i had like four weeks left instead of two weeks left. okay and i was kind of pissed off and i thought 
and I'd been in trouble for being a smartass, and I thought, I'm not going to say anything. I'm no. just going to be the guy in the background. Zip it. So as soon as I get there, there's like 200 people in, they go, I'm in formation, and the drill sergeant goes, Private Green. He goes, I understand you think you're real funny. And he went in this whole thing about like about how he's going to be watching me, and I thought, oh, Jesus, I just wanted to be quiet yeah yeah just trying to and then be a good soldier and then i was there maybe like a few days later i don't know whatever because i realized they were just gonna fuck with me yeah, yeah so a few days later you know that he's going over formation and they stare at you your face and he'd be like two feet away just staring right in your eye you're not supposed to make any expression and you're supposed to act like it's not happening so glad i didn't and do this. i started making kind of weird faces at him you know like like oh uh, yeah like just kind of fucking funny face I mean I, and he goes really loudly and there's like 200 people in formation he goes Private Green what are you smiling about he said did one of these boys fuck you in the ass oh last night <laughs> and I said no drill sergeant I said I'm not sure where that came from I said I think that we might lead different lifestyles <laughs> and, and it's, again yeah, yeah you were trying to be so good and then that just came out and then, yeah. and then uh, everybody was laughing really hard they were and trying he, not to laugh and, and it was just coming out yeah, yeah they had a rule of something like you could they could make you do like 25 push-ups every 15 minutes or something but you couldn't but like when you start really doing push-ups all the time you can do them like all day I can't I mean like when you get like there strong like, like it just didn't healthy. It didn't. It didn't like they couldn't. There wasn't a punishment. Yeah, know. and you went in healthy. Also, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't like, like getting feel, healthy thing. And it was kind of like, who cares? I'm doing push-ups. Yeah. So, so he, I did 25, and he looked. He knew that I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he he makes everybody else do push-ups because of me. Oh, see, they're the now you're the dick. Yeah. So yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, there's people that are pissed off at me, and yeah. that was the whole point of it. Yeah, it's cult stuff. So then at the end of the day, we go in the barracks and there's like five guys. They're like, we're going to fuck you up. And they're like, we're going to give you a blanket party, you know. I like, think they we lead you... with different lifestyles. Yes. <laughs> I don't I'm know sorry. what that, I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. But you didn't hear what I said to the colonel or whatever that was. It's not me, it's you. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I, he was just doing this. They were doing this thing and I, and I also kind of realized that when you act scared if you don't like if you that they're actually probably going to be worse to you yeah yeah. so i started kind of making jokes which i I mean they could have really like that could have really set them off too yeah 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 and i was going come on guys i said you know really i said you know you should be thanking me i said because we all joined the army to get fit and i'm just helping that out and i said you're getting more fit because i had and i kept making all these comments and uh and it, See, a couple that of, does not sound like a good thing well, to say. Well, a couple of guys were like getting more angry. Yeah. And a couple of guys, I mean, well, they were all getting, it wasn't helping. No, no. But they, these they, other they, guys, they, the guys that weren't me. involved, kind of were laughing. Yeah, yeah. And pretty soon, a few of the guys that weren't involved told them to leave me alone. Because I was just doing like, you know, stand-up or something. Because I'm sitting there like, oh. And the, um, so they're just really, really um, angry. But these other guys told them they were going to get them if they did anything to me so they just let me go and i was just like and then uh there was like four guys that i hung out with mm-hmm. and we were all kind of in trouble for being smart asses at one time or another and then one day um we, there's like the drill sergeant calls and says hey i want me and those it was like my four friends he called us all up 
And I kind of thought we were in trouble because we were doing things, you know. And my one friend had a car on post, and he wasn't supposed to have a car. Uh-huh. And um, he... Uh, Actually, this is when we were in the school after basic training. We were in the school and um, AIT, they call it Advanced Individualized Training. So we were over there and we get up, to, they bring us to the base headquarters and I thought, man, what did they, because we were, we were also trying to get a top secret clearance. So I it thought. It seems like you were setting yourself up for failure. Well, I, I mean, it did seem that way. And then they got us up there and they were like, do you know why we called you up here? And I was like, Because no. I'm tall? No, but okay. it was it was That's because they said that we scored uh, like in the top half percentile of like for our entrance test uh-huh. or whatever it was. I don't know. And they wanted to interview us for White House Communications. <laughs> Fat Green White House. And communications. we were we were we all looked at each other, and I, I told my one friend, I said, I don't I don't want to be no, like, in the fucking White House. Yeah, yeah, that sounds and terrible. I, and I said, this is like you imagine how they're watching us now. If this is uh, who's in the White House, Reagan. Uh, Ford. Ford? Okay. I, I was going to... I mean, that Carter. probably, like, he was, you know... Yeah. yeah. Ford's probably easy. Yeah, I, I feel like he'd just yeah, fall like down. Whatever, like, yeah. <laughs> just, just fall off something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not like the current golfer. No, no, um, no. But, um... But we... So we, uh... We all interviewed, and... We were all... We all thought it was hilarious, because everybody thought we were in trouble. And then we got back to the barracks, and, uh... One of the blanket party guys... Mm-hmm. These guys wouldn't stop. There was like five of these guys that just were, like, they wanted to beat somebody up, you know. And the guy goes, and you know they weren't brilliant people either. So, <laughs> like so, a party guy yeah, wasn't brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. So he was. He comes. He goes. So, what did you guys fuck up this time? <laughs> and finally, I was just I was just tired of them too. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, I said this is going to be. a difficult for you to accept i said but we're smarter than you are he said what and i said we're smarter than you are he goes, what the fuck does that supposed to mean and i said well if you we- can figure it out obviously <laughs> we're smarter than exactly. you are yeah, yeah so i said well we were called up to be interviewed for white house communications because oh bullshit and i go no we were and then he's like i said we're more intelligent than you are and he's like, I had to kick your fucking ass. I said, I knew you would do this. I said, because you can't express yourself, like, verbally. So Use you have your to, like, words. You have to, and, I, and I said, the thing is, I'm also bigger than you, too. No, I forgot. And you're, then he, you're in great shape also. And then he goes, point. and yeah. then he just looked at me kind of like, like, no, because nobody else was saying anything. Yeah, yeah, He looked at me kind of like, uh, uh, hmm, yeah. And I just was just completely tired of it. And I, but, uh. None of us got into White House communications. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I love you, Pat, but I think it's probably best. Oh, well, and yeah. one guy, I think he was flirting with the woman interviewing him. Uh-huh. But I think he was kind of doing it to sabotage it because yeah. he didn't really want to. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of wanted to be like... Worst case scenario, I get delayed. Like, yeah. <laughs> worst, yeah. worst, and in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he's president. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Thing number three I know about you. What's, oh, yeah. Um... Uh, for your last birthday, you had 60, gu- 60 guitars play for you. Was that your last birthday? Yeah, that was my yeah, last that, birthday. Yeah, how does that happen? I, I, I caught the tail end of that. I think I missed the 60 guitar symphony. You missed it? No, I think I came at the very end. I think I was doing something that day. Wasn't your wife? No, she didn't play it. No, no, she was in your gong thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah but uh, she didn't. She doesn't know how to play guitar. 
Okay. But uh, well, never stopped anyway. everyone else in Orlando who knew how to play guitar apparently played. It wasn't Happy Birthday. It was something uh, else, right? No, uh, Chris Belk wrote a piece. Who's going to be in here tomorrow? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know him very well. Maybe you can give me some some uh, inside uh, top top three things I know about you. Things. Can you hear me chewing ice? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Like you um, come on the other podcast. Dinner. Yeah, fine. yeah. <laughs> uh, so so but, 60 guitars for your birthday. What was that? Um because uh, we, I kind of took the idea from speaking of music from the I don't know if you ever listened to Glenn Bronco from back in the seventies eighties when he was do the he had a thing a hundred guitar orchestra and I think Reese Chatham did something like this and these musicians did these pieces that were kind of part of like the No Way of Scene I think you know in oh, New yeah. York and and they um and actually um. Glenn Bronco just died a few months ago too, I think, since or he died maybe around when I did this, but and I don't it's not related. But he uh but he'd done this and I thought it was kind of interesting and I said and Steve Head and um Steve Head helped organize it and play and helped Chris out a lot and he was a pretty major factor. But we basically like f- first my idea was I'm turning sixty I would like to just like make this go away and not acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everybody's like, well, people know it and, yeah. you, and you know it. So let's invite a hundred guitarists. So then I um, made it also a fundraiser for the downtown arts district. Yeah. yeah. And we raised, raised like almost $5,000. Good for you. You have fun. But yeah. And it, and it happened within like three weeks. Was it terrible? That when you great. get a hundred guitars together, is it terrible? It sounded amazing. Really? It sounded really amazing. Yeah, the golf. You should actually listen, listen to it. It's like too is, early. Is it around someplace on YouTube? Yeah, it's on, I, Chris Belthausen. Okay, yeah, I'll ask him about it because, like I said, he's going to be here tomorrow, and I don't know anything about him. Like I, I have to do all my research like this evening. Yeah. All right, top three things, real fast, without thinking about it. This is right now, as you sit there. Don't try to impress. You don't strike me as someone who tries to impress people. Yes. Um, top three albums, or singers, songwriters, or performers, without thinking about it. There are no wrong answers. Quick, go. I'm not really like a... You've got to do this. I really... Top three like records. It, it'll change next week. That's fine. That, that's, that's, that's It's right now. Maybe I'll pick the Velvet Underground since we're... Okay. Picking... Uh, I really like Sonic Youth. So. Okay, that's, that's two. Yeah, and... Um, this will, this will tell, I mean, because I really, I hate lists. Okay, to see, but the, 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 <laughs> sorry, welcome to Scotch, a good conversation. You only have to do two more of these. Uh, and I, yeah, well, yeah, six more things, seven, have, including um, the last one. I don't know, it might be something like, uh, I really like a lot of free jazz and all, maybe, maybe something like Love Supreme by Coltrane, John okay. Coltrane or something. Okay, all right, I, I have that record on vinyl, I don't understand yeah. it. I That's tried, amazing. I tried, I, I tried to, like I, I and I, every now and then I'll dig it out, because I got an original verb pressing of it, like a nice one yeah, that yeah, I picked yeah. up someplace. And I I, I, I try. Like, I mean, I love music. Like, music yeah, is my have, thing. you have to... Uh, it's kind of the way I feel about the Velvet Underground. I, I understand it's important. Yeah. I understand that it, it's it's a, a pivotal point where other points of So of what music, is it you don't really like about it? Is there, is there something... It's scatological. I, I don't... I, yeah, I, and I think I, that's sort of a learned thing. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and like I... Like the idea that... I don't know, because like... A lot of pop is just like not. There's so much more out there. Absolutely, no. I understand that yeah. pop is the easiest. Yeah. The, and I and I, I love that that kind of you know again. And I like pop. But... Yeah, no, but I mean, pop is easy. It's candy. 
yeah. versus um you know uh, jazz is something sour or, or something bitter like you don't you don't necessarily want it in your mouth but as you get older you start to appreciate those other taste and i i keep going back like there are records that i keep going back to and trying yeah i think at some points i'll, I'll like it it's only in the last 10 years that i listen to any kind of jazz so, yeah i love um jazz like free especially more like free jazz kind of stuff and and um did you ever talk to sand rivers when he was in town yeah yeah well, yeah he was funny, pretty yeah. he, he was, was pretty amazing dude well, matt gorney one of my best friends was his manager yeah too, so. he used to come in kinko's all the time and he, he oddly enough sam rivers liked me and i knew nothing about mr rivers uh and i think that's probably why he liked me because i treated him like every other customer and a lot of the kids in the store knew who he was yeah and i used to uh if you don't know who Sam Rivers is, look him up. Google it. The jazz Sam Rivers. He was a Rivers. big part of the jazz loft scene in the 70s in New York, too. So I used to uh, like do his sheet music, and I don't read sheet music. Yeah. So if it got knocked out of order, it would be yeah. terrible for him. So he'd go through all... I don't all... know. It might not have been. Yeah, exactly. See, that that's yeah. the thing. But, I mean, it's the way he wrote it. So he yeah. wanted it a specific way. Uh, top three books. I know you read. Just, again, I know you hate lists. You only have six of these to do. Six Six answers. Yeah, and this always changes. I know it, that that's just that's just the thing about this list. It's right now, this very moment. I mean, right now, I think uh, Dennis Johnson's Jesus's Son. Okay. Which was also a film later on. Don't know what that is, but it sounds good. And um, All right. Billy Crudup was in the film, but the it's a collection of short stories that kind of comes together almost like it's a novel. Okay, I like that. But he, I think he really masters the kind of. Like he are, he he articulates like an in, inarticulate people like inarticulate voice, like it, it's really funny as hell too. Okay, he died a few months ago too. Who's this? What? What's the Dennis name? Johnson? Okay, with one in. Okay, but it's one. A, he um he's incredible. Two more. Jesus' son is the, um. Two these two books have actually probably been on my list for. Um, so you like list. No. no, I mean they've been on my kind of uh, okay. like greatest hits. Pat's greatest hits. Nick of books. Flynn's uh, uh, another bullshit night in Suck City. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. And it was made into a film too, but it was called Bean Flynn. I think I've seen that and somewhere. It had, yeah. Um, um, De Niro and uh, oh shit, what's the guy's name that was in uh, the Little Miss Sunshine? The kid. I have no idea. Um, the little girl. No, the boy. I don't. I didn't know there was a boy in that movie. I'm sure boy, I did. Her but, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen I it mean, once. it's like a real na- big name. Paul yeah. Dano? Is it? I no, think maybe. Not a clue. Uh, um, One more. You can do it. Oh. Ooh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I've got so many things that I. Um, I feel like there's probably some. Scream the Hobbit. What? The Hobbit. Just say The Hobbit. No. Come on, I, say I, it. I don't like The Hobbit at all, it. actually. What's wrong with you? It's a good book. It really... I have a hard time relating to... Like why they're... What they are, you know? Because it just seems like sort of... I don't know. It doesn't seem... It just seems like it's not part of an imagination that I can... You're not a... Like a... a what, where do they Tolkien? live? Yeah, uh, the uh, the Shire. That's where they live. You know, you know, I don't the, even really know. I haven't seen the films, so I'm. Kind the of films like, suck. The books are good. Yeah. Like I, I love the books. I, I was I, mad. I was angry at the films. I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Um, we would also accept Hitchhiker's Guide. Just say no, that. No, that's like not. I mean, I like that. Okay, but I mean, that's not. That's not. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of something that really. Uh, 
Um, you love list. No, but I just like like I, I change my mind about things all the time. That's the not, thing. But not because there are no wrong I, answers. It's say it has something to do with the like the focus at the time. You know, okay, so. you're taking this way too seriously. Yeah, yeah. One more, one more. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> all the good stuff's in the middle. Um, I do have to. I, it, it is kind of like a thing to. I mean, it's important to me. So, so, <laughs> See, so that's like. I mean, I mean, the your idea, relationship with list is so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I don't like it. I don't like it when it's like when it feels like turn ons, turn offs, and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. You know, yeah, like yeah. Sort of like but it's the, not. This is right now. Like, this moment. I like hot showers. Okay, good. Uh, is that a book? <laughs> no, it's okay, not, okay. not a book. Um, I'm trying to think of something that really, uh, like, there's. I feel like there's probably a non-fiction book that I'm forgetting right now. So there's more than one. Yeah, we can go back to that. But I'm trying to think of something yeah. that, like, that has been part of my uh, thought process lately. You know, so I find this is the hardest question people have to answer. This book question, and I don't know why. No, I mean I, I could name a lot, but I'm trying. I usually try to think of something that's sort of in my world. At the I time. appreciate how seriously you're yeah, taking yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, I wrote something down. The, the Nick Flynn book. I don't know. It just wrote Nick Flynn down. Nick so. good, yeah. yeah, I wrote it down. I don't usually write. Things. I read. I mean, I just read. Um, Sometimes I pretend like I, I'm I mean, writing. I over was here. reading. Um, oh what God! What was it? The, one of your favorite books. The one uh, I think it was M Train by Patty Smith, and I thought I liked. I liked it because uh, she name drops a lot too. Okay. You know? But I liked it in a way that because, like, I mean it like in sort of a good way because mm-hmm. she. She's I done some things. She's passionate about it, so she's written name drops uh, like a writer. There's, oh, there's one that I think that I... Um, oh, what is it called? Uh, Immigrants. Uh, it's the Immigrants. By um, W.G. Sebald. He's a German writer. He died in... Uh, I'll say sound smart. He died in like 2001. Okay. I mean, I'd always thought he died in a car wreck. but Uh-oh. And he did die in a car wreck, but he had a heart attack before the car wrecked and i think that's how he actually he actually died of a heart attack he had a heart attack in a car that wrecked yeah yeah well the car wrecked after he died i think was it because of the heart attack or maybe they don't know the order you know you think the reason they they think the reason he wrecked is because of the heart attack okay so so the wreck was a second thing he he had a heart attack and wrecked because of it because he was bad at driving during heart attacks well, yeah. most people probably are, yeah. I wouldn't be. Um, yeah. Just now I could pull over. Uh, but but the, So the heart attack killed him, the wreck didn't kill him. I think the heart attack killed him, yeah. Okay, that's unfortunate. He's pretty ill. He's only, he's only written, I think he's written about five books. He what wrote, was the name of his book? Um, the Immigrants, like oh. um, with an E, I think. I can't spell immigrants anyway. Top three films. Real quick. Don't Ugh. overanalyze this. And this is the last thing. Right, okay. And then we get into the heart of this. You're going to love the rest of this. I think... Um, Everything else here is easy. I do think that Withnell and I might be my favorites. What is that? Withnell and I. I don't know what that is. Um, a British film came out in like 86. Okay. I'll write that down. Paul, we were actually talking about this the past few days. I was with a couple of Brits. Mm-hmm. And in Britain, this is considered probably... this. I mean... It's very different, but it has probably the same sort of, uh, like, it seems like almost everybody that's gone to university in Britain or the educated, it's like a big, uh, it's a smart film. 
it's funny as shit, but it's dark, very dark. It's okay. like, but it's also that kind of funny that a lot of Americans don't seem to think it's funny. Yeah, I, I get we that. Sh- we showed it at Avalon a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy actually, I think he's Richard Griffith, whatever. I think he was in like The Hobbit or something. Okay. He was in the, um, um, he was in the film. Okay. Two more. Um, I'm going to say this is another one we were talking about. Was uh, Bottle Rocket. Wes Anderson's first. Okay, movie. I, I know that one. That's the first. That's the first thing you've said that I know. Yeah, <laughs> he. Um, I hate you so much. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. I, part of this is learning. Like, I really, I, I really like yeah. Bottle Rocket because it's like lo-fi and it's kind of real. That's the first of his films, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. the first Wilson brother movie. And I, I had heard who's the who's the Wilson with the uh, Owen? Is that the guy with that nose thing? Yeah, yeah. I had heard that he wasn't even supposed to be in that film. I don't know where I heard that. I heard he was going to join the military. Yeah, and he got like they got a film offer, and he 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 co-wrote that. I think. Yeah, and he wasn't supposed to be in it, yeah. and they they were like, "You're the man to play that part." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be wrong on and that. And their what? brother Andrew Wilson was the future man. Is there is how many Wilson brothers are there? Well, I don't three that I know of. I okay, mean, Luke Owen and Andrew Wilson's been in. You know, he's. He hasn't had the same career that they have. Yeah, had, that's he, he was Future Man in there. Okay, I, I've only seen it once. And um, it, he was in Royal Tannenbaums. He played. Did you see Royal Tannenbaums? I've seen that a couple times. When they showed the clip, they're flashing back to Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Paltrow getting her finger cut off, and mm-hmm. there she's like with this like Amish family. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And he's the father. Okay. But they just show glimpse. And the very next scene segues to uh, Luke Wilson having a meltdown in tennis. <laughs> okay. And um, but the announcer is Andrew Wilson. Right after the like, we just segued right into the next scene. Is he's the announcer? Okay, is he in anything else at this point, or is he the the uh, who, who's? Uh, God damn it! I was going to make a reference, and it was going to. He was be... actually in Bottle Rocket. He was a pretty significant part. Okay, I need to go back and because I don't think Dee Dee's seen that. Like we, I think we've seen everything else they've done. I don't think she's seen that one. Um, uh, Clint Howard is he the Clint Howard of the Wilson family? No, he's he's actually. I think he should be. I mean, because he's kind of like a he's a very handsome guy too. Us too. And I and I don't think he. I think he 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 kind of seems a little bit stiff, but it always seems appropriate for the comedic part. Yeah, I feel like that that kind of fits yeah. in in those films. Yeah, and he um, but he he's also in Zoolander. He's probably in a few other things, but um. I think Owen Wilson introduced him when they're having the fashion show. Is this is whatever his name is? Big wave rider from Hawaii, <laughs> you know. And, and he's like he's had like bit parts, you know. <laughs> but he's always like really pretty funny. At the, I mean, like in, in Bottle Rocket, he's the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh, just a total bully asshole. He's I, like I the need to go back asshole. and re-explore that one. I, I, I think I might I might enjoy it more than I did at the the first time. You. Young man, we're assigned a task to come at me with three questions. Oh, so I, I only named two films, right? Uh, did you? I thought you named three. What did I say? I don't know. I, I didn't write all, all I said Withnell and I in, okay. in Bottle Rock. But then I need another one. I thought you named me three. Oh, no. Okay, so one more. Um, I think it's probably... Because uh, it, can it be like a director's period? It, it can be anything you want. I there really, are no roles. I really like these... Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Jean-Pierre Melville, the French... He was actually an editor for Breathless. And Sounds exhausting. He did, oh my God, he did these crime films in the 60s. Okay. And he did a couple, I think, in the 50s too. Uh-huh. But he, um, like Le Samurai, which was uh, Jim Jarmusch, like borrowed from uh, 
I can't remember the one it was what it was called, but he he'd reference it. Uh, but the crime movies I like I like them because like in this country like my least favorite one of my least favorite sort of critiques which I think is the laziest critique ever okay <laughs> um, for a film is when people tell me I said how was it and they say it was slow and I said my comment is like sometimes things are supposed to be slow yeah, like sometimes it could be a tension builder there could be all kinds of reason for being slow so saying it's slow means you have no attention span yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like to me yeah so like maybe like Le Samurai or would be like his I feel like I've seen that um, we, Oddly enough, I went through a phase when I was trying to be cool. It's, it's, and it's, I, I, I probably said it was slow. I, I, is it I, slow? Well, I don't. I yeah, or is it don't think, I don't really think that's like. I don't think like that sort of in a way. You know? Okay. I don't know. Like, I think that if something's interesting, calling it slow is not really you know, like I feel like it's because people are so used to Hollywood entertainment. That they can't accept anything. When that, was this made? You said the sixties, like mid sixties. But movies were slower back then. Yeah, I know, but yeah, uh, but I, but it feels like people are sort of saying something negative about it, like when they call something slow. So I don't really. They called me slow. Yeah, well. <laughs> yes. Do you do you think it's it, it's slow? It was slow means I don't understand, or I have a short attention span. I feel like it's a little of both. You know? Yeah, and I feel like it's like. So it just seems like it's a little bit lazy, and it seems like it's kind of an American comment. You know? What film do you think is slow? Um, I don't know. Like I, I think usually if I think it's slow, I think it's usually just a shitty film. Well, maybe not, those people. Who... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a lot of times, I feel like they don't get it. Though, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, with Nell and I is to me like one of the funniest films. It's dark humor, uh-huh. and it was a handmade film. Like you know, the same people that did. Uh, like Money Python. Yeah, yeah. So the executive producer is actually George Harrison on there. Oh, George Harrison. George Harrison. Yeah, like the, he... The Beatle. Yeah, he... Because okay. he, you know, the executive producer is the money person. Usually. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the so, cash behind the thing. So with Mel and I is like this major... Like you ask almost any educated Brit, it seems like, or funny kind of Brit, and um, they love that film. Okay. I swear, like I can tell, like this is... I can tell which Brits will love this film, you know. So, <laughs> the cool ones. Yeah, yeah pretty okay. much. Yeah. All, right, yeah. all right, all right. Now, please ask me your first of first and only your first of the three questions, young man. I'm only asking you one or one. Asking? One now. The other two come later. What made you decide to do this podcast, and why? Why like the theme? Like what? Believe it or not, you're not the first person who's asked this question. I am or I'm not? You're not. No. Oh, I, mean, uh, I, would, I would imagine. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it, it was an excuse to hang out and get to know people. Yeah. It was an excuse. I, um, it was, I, there was a, a, a thing in my life that I, I put some dogs down and I just didn't want to think about it the year after. Whoa. So I, like within the course of a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. So within the course of 10 days, I put two dogs down. Wow. And I needed something to get my attention away from it. And it also was an advertisement for my vintage menswear company. So it was like three things all I was bowled up. you're saying vintage underwear. No, no, no. I, I didn't. Well, I, I did sell one piece of vintage underwear, I think. But it was in a package. It wasn't like it was still like a 1960s was it, um, underwear. Magic underwear? Not that I know of. I didn't, I didn't wear it. I sold it. 
I think it was like, I bought it for like a quarter and sold it for like seven bucks or something. Someone bought vintage. It seems like it might be illegal to do that. It like, was still in the package. Like it was clean. Illegal to sell mattresses or something? No, I think you can buy a used mattress. Okay. Yeah, I bought a used mattress, but I knew who, like. Yeah, you, but yeah. if you just like wouldn't buy a mattress from a stranger, would you, or would you? No, I don't think so. Maybe, like, you're talking about on Craigslist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I know, I might. It was a really nice mattress and it was clean. I might. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It would depend. It, it really, I, I, I've never really thought about buying a mattress. What if you like, found out it was like a week old, but somebody Been died, in their, in died in their sleep, but it was like, you know, natural causes? If they were, if they told me that, I wouldn't buy it. But, you know, like maybe they just died like of old age. Yeah. I, I still, I don't, I don't like. But I that. guess when you die, don't you like shit? Yeah, to see that, I think you evacuate your, yes, yourself, uh, yeah, and you, yeah, yeah, and I, and it's also haunted and spooky. I don't even really like hotel rooms that much. I, if I go in a hotel room and start thinking about shit, well, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a hotel room? It but I'm, I'm talking about like I, I, I wouldn't like if someone told me someone died on this mattress. Uh-huh. I there's no way I, I could. I no. I'd, I I'll, can definitely compartmentalize that. I could be like, okay, you could you could sleep on a dead guy's mattress. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, things happened. All right. <laughs> Shit happens. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> Pat's weird. I mean, I'm not like. <laughs> I wouldn't be celebrating it, but I'd also. Would you buy like, a dead guy's mattress? I'd be pretty apprehensive about buying a used mattress, but um. But it's it's a dead guy. But if somebody yeah. said, like, say, somebody I knew said, "Hey, you know, our father just died on this. We we got it a week ago. It's the, a really nice mattress." And I'd he be like, had an adult uh, diaper on. Yeah, and so, he really like we had a plastic no, sheet. No leakage. Um. So yeah. So. I'd be like, well, you know, okay. It's it's a twelve dollar. You paid twelve bucks for it. It's a thousand dollar mattress. What if, like what if you were like staying you know, over at somebody's house and you just went over like some friends or relatives and all of a sudden, you know, it's really nice. You get there, and, yeah, and then you found out like, oh, this is where so and so died last week. But it was just wasn't anything gruesome or anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Just just they weren't away. murdered or yeah, anything, just you know? just life. It happens. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, oh. We're gonna to go to the Hyatt. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I'd sleep very well. We're going to an Airbnb because you go to an Airbnb. I'm um, yeah, it's I'm gonna happen. You know. Yeah, I, I, I'm very aware that that, <laughs> like, if you go in a hotel room, someone's yeah. had sex on everything in that hotel oh, yeah, room. Yeah. Like that, I, I've had sex on everything in yeah. every hotel room I've ever gone in, and uh, I, I'm very Even aware when of that. You were alone. So exactly. I, I, I don't. I try not to think about that because yeah. I, I will become. I just won't go to a hotel room. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really think about how did Is we it? get into this? I, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, sorry, but a uh, used mattress. Yes. <laughs> but I try not to think about it. Uh, I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. Okay. Do horoscopes really have any significance? You were born on you said horoscopes. Horoscopes. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to go into this. You were born, you're a Capricorn, correct? Yeah, like Jesus. Okay. And two of my ex-girlfriends. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so do you think horoscopes have any significance? Not really, no. Okay. I was wondering about this. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of like, no, I don't really. Capricorn traits. I have these written down. I looked them up a little bit. Yeah. I have uh, the same birthday as Wayne Coyne from the Flaming Lips. That's interesting. You're yeah. a little bit like that dude. Yeah. I think. Do you think so? My hair. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A lot. If you let your hair grow. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah. hair's been wild. Yeah. You need you need a white suit. Uh, he has good suits. Yeah. yeah. Um, Capricorn traits. Positive traits are practical. Would you say you're practical? Um, some about some things. Wise, I'd say you're wise. 
<laughs> you don't say you're wise. But, I, but, I, but I'd say you're Somebody wise. Somebody else says you're but wise. So, so these, these, <laughs> let, let's, if you uh, say you're wise, you're not wise. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, Gandhi might have said he was wise. Oh, yeah. Sure, uh, why not? Um, <laughs> I'd see, this one doesn't sound like you careful. Um, I'm not reckless. Yeah, I'd measured careful, probably. Like, I'm never, like, I mean, when I was younger, I did things like tried every drug. You joined, but the, I would, you joined the army. But I would really do, like, I'd be like, I'm only taking this much. <laughs> okay. And I would never be, like, I know when I was never, like, racing my, I'm actually not, I've never been reckless. Like, all my, like, kids would get their driver's license, they'd want to drive 150 miles an hour. you never done that? And I'd be like, this is stupid, you know? And I, I kind of, like, cool. had this, when I was, I, I mean, I've gone over 100 miles an hour before, yeah. but. But I think I just did it to do it, you know? Yeah, because yeah, it it's there. Days. Yeah, they make but a car I, go that fast. But I think that I was never like, a, I've never been like like the risk taker for risk, you know, like kind of. So you are careful. I am kind of like, an, and I remember like there was a thing that I used to do when I was a kid that was, I guess, a little abnormal, but. You this, know, this, kids, this, 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 the hang yourself in your masturbate thing? No. Okay, then. then that's not abnormal. I forgot I said that. Okay. <laughs> but um, the kids would be like, you know. Hey, I dare you to do this, whatever. Uh-huh. And I, I had never felt any compulsion to accept that dare. I'd always be like, That's stupid. Like, the kid goes, I did it. I'm not a chicken shit. I said, No, but you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm not an idiot, so I'm not going to do it. But I remember really being like, No, why would I fucking do that? You did it. You're an idiot. Who cares? You know? Which leads us to the next trait <laughs> smart. I think you're smart, right? <laughs> I guess you can't say that. My, yeah. my father used to say, if you have to tell people you're smart, you're not funny. smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, qu- thing number five, ambitious. I would say you're ambitious. Yeah, weirdly so. Yeah, okay. And these are the negative Capricorns. Okay. So you ready for this? Not about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so shy. Are you shy? Um, no, not really. I see. I don't. I don't think you are. I mean, I've I've had like in my life I've been shy, but I think I got over it. Yeah. You know, I actually pretty much like, everybody's a little maybe, shy. Maybe maybe there's like shyness around like certain women that i've liked if like i'm not really shy if i like them a little but if i like them a lot i'm kind of shy i mean not shy but that's I, that's the complete time when you shouldn't be shy no i'm not shy like shy just talking to them but i'm saying i might be shy to the point but like hey maybe we should uh you know go out <laughs> that's not shy though you asked yeah is that an older thing no but like, I'm, no, the, I'm saying that uh yeah okay negative that's 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 a thing number two that's that's i i mean it's funny because uh, a friend of mine said something to me about a month ago that I was negative because I was posting political posts on Facebook. And I said... Well, you're trying to be positive, though. And I said, yeah. And I said, I'm actually trying to kind of... Um, and I know that people don't think that things like... A lot of people say things like Facebook posts don't do any good. No one, no one ever learned it but from I, a meme. But I do think it's actually not really true. I you said, don't really post memes, though. You post articles. Yeah, and I also yeah. think that it's... it like thoughtful people actually can pick up something from things you know like sometimes people like i hope my my hope is that you know because there's a lot of people i think that are just sort of misguided on that part you know so just and i'm i uh i don't know i'm hoping for a better world and i don't think but i think i'm actually pretty positive okay thing number three negative thing uptight are you uptight pat um the only thing that I'm probably uptight about is actually if I'm around somebody who is just truly reckless. Okay. And I actually, I mean, I know this is a scotch and 
good conversation, right? Sometimes. Good is in lowercase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is especially now. But I, I'm I, having fun. Uh, like, this is all right. That's all I give a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that uh, I don't really, like, I could be uptight around, like, I don't really like people being around a bunch of drunk people. Okay. Because um, you're not a big drinker. No. And I, um, I find it really, I find, like, recklessness really, I mean, I can be uptight around recklessness because I feel like. I don't want someone me to be in some unpredictable situation because of somebody else doing something. Yeah. Like, I don't want, like, you said something, you were telling me a story about a guy who got killed because he mouthed off to somebody. And I said, I don't want to be, like, standing next to that guy who's mouthing off to somebody and they think that I'm part of this. Or that's something. why I didn't hang out with that guy. <laughs> so that's like, but I don't, yeah. but it's like, I don't, I'm uptight when it comes to, like, something that I really feel like this is not, like, something I ask for, you know? Yeah, yeah. So like I, don't know your I don't know if that's uptight, but I don't. I don't know. Just, just, Probably uptight. It's just what was written here. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm paying attention. Uh, two, f- two more. Uh, lack of patience, which I think goes back to uptight, <laughs> right? So that's bullshit. We'll just cross that out. I can. I can be yeah. impatient with. Uh, you think so? No, I'm. I'm, like, it's funny because somebody, uh, an old girlfriend, told me, she said you're one of the most patient people I've ever met. She said, but there's certain personalities mm-hmm. that really make you impatient and that's actually really true yeah you don't have time to put up with bullshit well, it's really what makes i'm impatient when people like sort of uh invade my space like are they they sort of disrespect my space or they even dis- disrespect my friend's space okay because it's like when i feel like somebody's sort of bullying like when i was a kid and i know this is maybe not something to be i was like I'm about 6'2 now, maybe it's lower or shorter now because I slouch or something. But Don't do that. But, uh, yeah, I was, you know, a big, strong kid. And I uh, I started thinking that, like, it was my job to uh, beat up the bullies for a while when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I wow. Would, Look at I you. Mean, I, would, I mean, I would be, like, because I was bullied a little because I would be in, like, a good class or something. And, mm-hmm. and um, I just remember um, not really being very... Uh, I would just like, I was kind of fearless about the whole thing. And I just remember thinking like, I really have a hard time with bullies, you know, and I have a feel, and I get impatient with bullies because I feel like, um, people that don't have to pay consequences around, I'll just say, I'll just come out with somebody like Donald Trump. Yeah. It's like the, it's the <laughs> classic. That's, that's fine. I think if people, anybody who's listening to this realizes I don't like Donald Trump. It's so the, it's the classic example of somebody who, um, has lived without real consequences and i think like i'm impatient with that sort of thing okay so all right one more so go ahead did, did we do stubborn i don't remember um stubborn so i think those last See, i feel those, like those, they kind of go together yeah but let's say those last three don't like they're all kind of in the thing so we're just gonna cross those out well i mean like when i said that i you could never dare me to do stuff yeah i mean some people viewed that stuff as stubborn because i've never like i don't bend on some of my ideals sometimes if i really think that I mean, like I, I can, I'm flexible, but I also think that there's like a. Do you admit when you're wrong? If you go back, oh yeah, and go, yeah. I, I really try to do that. That's yeah. a thing that I really do. And it takes a long time to, to get to that point where you go, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, I really have a. I, I'm impatient with people who don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I think like, why don't you just fucking say, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Cause yeah, I, think I made like, a mistake. Why? But I don't understand why that is a, a big deal. A lot of people think it's a sign of weakness. I think it's a sign of weakness, to like manipulate yourself like that sort of you know yeah, like, yeah. like i think it's like sort of like to me like that's i feel i don't know if this is an american thing or some kind of but it feels like 
the bully, the person who um, kind of just pushes their way is viewed strong in our culture sometimes when they're probably the weak person. Or, like, I mean, like... <laughs> You're describing our president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he pretty much exemplifies, like, what I think of as, like, weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's weakness. I'm going to scream it so it's important yeah. and people will pay attention to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, th- this is this is dumb. So just don't okay. don't overthink this. Thing number uh, question number three for you: five verbs to, to describe how an okay. octopus moves. Quick, go. Five verbs. Yes. Swim. Okay, that's one. Um, swim. That's, that's one. <laughs> um, um, SWAT. SWAT. <laughs> Isn't that SWAT like they move there? There are no wrong answers, so I'll accept SWAT. Sure. Where did you get this question? I have a team of research monkeys oh, here in the mansion, and, and they come up with these things. Yeah, that's, that's, a... that's two. You have two. Um, shit? Shit? They probably shit, don't they? The, I think blue ink comes out. Some of them. They, the, don't they, aren't they propelled by blue ink? Probably. I don't, I'm, I, I'm not an oceanographer. So um, we'll accept shit. Sure. Shit, sure. Um... That's five, the, five. That, it's only getting harder from here. Paddle. Okay, that's 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 four. One more. Um, dog paddle. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll accept that because there are no wrong answers. And this one's going to be a little harder for you. And this is still question number three. Five verbs to describe how Pat moves. You move quick. Go. Probably the same ones. <laughs> Fucking cop out. Okay, I'm gonna let you slide on that. Question number three for you. Can you remember being it's lost? It's like a dating game, except there's no, no reward there's in no, the end. <laughs> there's there's really like nothing that happens. Hey, you could have had a beer, but you decided not to. So uh, what are your terms? Like, do you like a long walk in the beach? Question number three for you. Uh, do you remember being lost as a child? And how did that make you feel? Um, yeah, I've been lost as an adult, too. Yeah? I've but been lost being recently. Lost, being lost as, adult, as an adult is... Is kind of fun and in a in a frustrating because I know you travel. I I got lost in Mexico City, and that's like the best until you are in a bad part of Mexico City. And yeah, yeah, but I I enjoy being lost. You wake up in a bathtub and your kidneys are gone. Yeah, that that's just it, you know. (laughs) But uh, that didn't happen, did it? No, no. (laughs) Um, But do you remember being lost as a child? Kidneys, kidney, kidney. Yeah, just one. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and you're sewed up. Uh, Do you remember being lost as a child? Because that was like to me, it was one of the scariest things. I remember being lost, and I think that I don't like. I don't remember actually being so lost as a child that I didn't feel like I was gonna figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I actually feel like as an adult, I've been in more scary situations of being lost because I've ended up in places that I thought could be pretty sketchy. Yeah, yeah. You you put yourself like, out like there. Like I don't really think as a child I ended up in those like places so much because. You were in the supermarket with your mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember one time that uh, I got lost in, like, it was like a drugstore or something. And I was probably like four. And I couldn't find anybody. My dad and my brother. Seems like the end of the world, doesn't it? Do you remember, like, that kind of hopelessness? And then I found out, and then I went to the manager. Yeah. I was like four. Yeah. And said, I'm lost. And I was crying, apparently. And then I found out that my dad and my brother were just watching me the whole time. They were fucking with me. And they, like, totally were just, like, watching me and just, like, hiding behind, like, shit. Wow. And I was, like, and they, it's, like, they knew where I was the whole time. 
that is really fucking dark. That's uh, my yeah. brother was like two. Yeah, like he, did, my dad gets my brother to do that when he's like two. That's uh, I, I've heard some stories about your dad, and that that's uh, you should tell that one in the next uh, Pat Green story hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and the, the the store manager, by the way, actually scolded my father. Yeah, I think it's probably best. So, yeah, I, I think. Uh, hey, uh, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Compass Box Whiskey. If you love whiskey, get some. If it's not available at your local uh, liquor store or your local bar, ask for it because it's worth it. Um, Should and, I not say that I'm a big drinker when I want to? You're not. A, you can drink whiskey, or you don't have to. It's not a requirement. We don't. We don't require you to drink here on Scotch. Whiskey over there on the next to the keyboards. Yeah, that's all. That's compass box. Yeah, you can have it. Have some if you want. It's <laughs> very tasty. We can drink it at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And uh, you're it's later than three. It's actually four thirty. Your second question to me, please. Who wrote your theme music, and who's performing it? Oh, that changes on a regular basis. The one uh, that I heard today. Oh, uh, that, 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 that's, we, we were going to get to that somewhere down there. That, that's uh, the, the talented CJ Mask. CJ Mask? CJ Mask. Uh, like, is that like TJ Max? No, no, it's CJ Mask. Mask. Like, yes. like uh, uh, C. Uh, 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 what's his name? Christopher? No, I don't know. I know it was Jason. Jason Christopher Mask. I don't know. It's CJ Mask. He, he's my buddy, and he used to live in Orlando and play in a bunch of bands here. Apparently, oh. I don't know him that well because I don't know his first name. Oh. Um, Jason, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, see, it's, I think it's Christopher Jason. I could be wrong. Oh, yeah. I feel really bad now, but I'm blanking on his first name because I know him as CJ. Oh, yeah. uh, but he, he wrote and performed the whole entire thing. And he actually, he's writing a theme song for my new podcast that I just I just got a copy of it. And I'm very excited about the, the, theme, oh. the theme for dinner and good conversation. Was that actually your question? Yeah, it was actually, I don't. Do, I, do you hate it? No, it, it's it's good. It's it's it's, it's what it is. You know? <laughs> why, why do you hate CJ? No, I love him. Okay. Um, no, but I just uh, I um, I don't know if I like. I'm not really good at the whole. Like I usually have questions as I go. You know, like I see people. Yeah, yeah. I'm very conversational, and I kind of feel like. Okay. Um, so you couldn't do your homework. I I had. I was actually working on work stuff, so I was kind okay. of like trying to. Thank yeah. you. This is my job. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Three things. Well, well, you have one more, so try to think of that. And here's a commercial. It's November. The holidays are upon us. At some point in the next couple of weeks, you're either having a party or going to a party. You're going to need some help. You're going to need La Femme du Fromage Orlando's cheese shop. They're there for you for, from catering to a charcuterie board, to a little hunk of cheese, to maybe just dinner because you've been out running around getting ready for the holidays. La Femme du Fromage in the East End Market is there for you. There's a reason that people call them Orlando's Cheese Shop because they are the best at what they do. They are located in the Audubon Park Garden section of Orlando at 3201 Kareem Drive. Go in, grab something yummy, and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Question number four, and this is something you know something about. Right. Why is art so expensive? Um, it's sort of a game, you know. I think I think it's like that. It's like it's almost like, like there's an emotional factor, and you know, like or there's the big emotional factor in how the stock market works. Mm -hmm. And I think the art market works a bit like that. And um, I think a lot of people get too caught up in 
things like that because I, I feel like I was talking to a really good friend of mine last week and he just told me how he hated the art world. He's one of my best friends. <laughs> Does and, he know you at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Course, yeah. <laughs> but I said, and, he, and he's telling me all these things he hates about it. And I go, you have to do things on your own terms. You can just like, you have to ignore bullshit like that. You know? yeah, yeah. It's like people that are playing like experimental music. Like I knew this one guy that, I mean, I know him still, but he's, he's playing this crazy experimental music and he never made you know a lot of money playing music because he's playing experimental music and then he would bitch about something like how much money britney spears is making and i'm going like who gives a fuck you know just do what you're like when are you going to do what she does if it's like that big a deal to you you know exactly like, like i don't understand um like the like when people come up to me and they get almost angry about the art like art prices mm-hmm. and i feel like who fucking cares you know i mean people spend money on all kinds of stupid things i mean i think trump had a gold toilet didn't he <laughs> i don't i don't know but let's just assume he does yeah, let's yeah. Just like, but i think that um it just it just i, I kind of like that actually i mean yeah. i would never do that because it's tacky but there's something that's funny about shitting in a gold toilet yeah well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you put it in the White House. I interrupted. I'm sorry. I, I, I no, never no, heard you're, that. No, no, you're on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so was there, there? I feel like he's writing notes down. Like, okay, no, 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 no Honestly, I'm just doodling over there. <laughs> I always he's do not that. To, coming back, I, I do that to make people uncomfortable. Like I'm some yeah. sort of psychiatrist or something. You ever see the Monty Python the job interview skit? Maybe. And it's John Cleese interviewing Graham Chapman. Yeah. And it's just like he keeps writing things down. He starts out, good morning. And then Graham Chapman goes, good morning. And John Cleese goes, good morning. <laughs> okay, I think I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he says, I think he, and then he goes, Ooh. then he says to uh, John Cleese, says something like, why do you say good morning when you know it's afternoon? <laughs> and it's just like, and, it, and I like it. It's it's a kind of a brilliant sketch. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But he's always writing things down to kind of. It's that kind of thing of just like making somebody uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that's that's what. Like I said, I've, I've literally anybody's come on this podcast. Anything down? No, I I wrote some things down, but yeah. but nothing important. Like it, like um, the name of those books, like you like, oh, suggested. I'll, I'll look them up later. Pick up bread and milk at the store. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> um, question number five for you. What do you got in your pockets? Oh jeez. What you got, Jimmy hats? I have a wallet. Okay. Keys. Okay. And I have one of those. Uh, what are those things? A little cloth that clean your glasses i love those things yeah yeah yeah. do you have a hanky no you just get a hanky dude do you sneeze yeah I, I get, I you used to get know. a hanky like i, I think i have yep i see so it's not a hanky technically but it, i get like it's a bandana when you really sneeze though you know, yeah they get kind of disgusting yeah but I, I got like dozens of these things i also have um an ink pen at all times really yeah you, it, like it's in your pocket now you've never yeah. is it like a nice pen no. with a cap on it no it just snaps it's not a nice pen and did you ever have one like explode or leave them in oh, your pants and get yeah, all I've over your laundry happen, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you did you ever did anybody ever give you a nice pen you ever own a nice pen because it doesn't suck no i've had a, i feel but, like you should but, get a nice pen but this jumps like your I, life i feel like i lose like things like that yeah it's like uh i don't know maybe i don't maybe i wouldn't you know how often do you use your, lose your glasses i don't know if i ever lost them Really? Like, do you have sunglasses? Or you just wear the, the the prescription seeing glasses. I have prescription sunglasses too. Do you, you never misplace them? I know you never lose them, but how often do you misplace them? Because probably. Well, I mean, I have them on a lot of times. Three times a week, I misplace a pair of my glasses. I mean, I have mine on most of the time, unless I'm sleeping. Yeah, I can't see you. I'm not wearing mine. Really? Yeah. Well, I can't, I also have to look down at my notes, and I yeah. can't like I'm. I it was too oh. cheap to buy uh, progressive lenses. Is that what they're calling them now? 
I think so. They're bifocals. They just want to make us old people yeah. feel a little better about ourselves. Yeah, I don't lose my glasses though. What about your keys? How often do you lose your keys? I never lose my keys. Yeah, I'm not. Maybe that's my Capricorn thing. I don't lose things like that. Okay, wallet. You ever lose your wallet? No, I don't lose anything like. I don't lose my phone, my wallet. Nothing. Do you have a place for all these things in your home? Um, I either put these in my pocket mm-hmm. or like when I'm sleeping, I'll put them on the nightstand. Okay, in case there's a fire and you got to bug out. So I feel like like I'm not going to lose them because they're. Always, like, I always kind of know where they are. I think I drive Dee Dee crazy because uh, the problem with losing my glasses, I can't find them because I don't have my glasses on. Well, I don't really. So that's terrible. My eyes aren't really that bad, so I could find them. I can't see you. What's and, this thing in And actually, I have about four pairs of glasses now. Yeah. My sunglasses have a big bite mark in it because Rosie bit them when she first oh. came to the house. This is an email. And uh, it's quest What's number six. That, yeah, so people email me, believe it or okay. not. Yeah, about uh, this? No, about Scotch and Good Conversation. Yeah. Not, but not about me. No, no, not about okay. this. This has nothing to do with you. Okay, okay. Yeah, this came a couple weeks ago and I just finally found it. Okay. Like, uh, and emails are sponsored by The Nook. You know that place on Robinson. Yeah. They're all local. They got beer, they got wine, they got tea, they got juices and pastries and art on the wall. Wait, is this the email? No, no, no. I'm just, it's oh. an advertisement <laughs> yeah. for our friend's okay. bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the Duck on Robinson. Yeah, yeah. People should go there, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. It's located at 2432 East Robinson in the Milk District. Go by there. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. If you're interested in emailing us, you can email us, Rosie, at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. This is the header, and this is a little long, and I'll probably fuck this up because I don't read very well. Right. Is it okay to spend money on non essential goods without feeling guilty? Okay. It says, hello. I probably should speak to my therapist about this, but maybe someone there can help me. This is going to sound odd, so bear, bear with me. So I'm in the process of looking for a mate. Part of... Looking a, for a what? A mate. It says oh, a mate. mate yeah. I, didn't, I thought you said looking for meat. No, no, not meat. That would be gross. Uh, or delicious. Uh, part of this is upping my game and wearing fashionable clothing. I know what looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and what goes with what in colors and style and what I should pick and wear. I don't have any issues with looking good. My main issue is I can't bring myself to spend money on non-essential items when a big chunk of the world's population lives in poverty and there are kids that go to bed hungry every night. Other than... <laughs> We have time to listen to this yeah, I podcast. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, people email me. Oh, uh, or that human beings who die of starvation every day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, buy that ass. I, I, I know. I, I'm not spending money on. Well, wait a second. I'm not spending money on. I don't spend money to help myself. But then but I'm just going to skip to the end of this because this is written crazy. It's, it's a whole lot about Bill Gates. And uh, there's twenty billion dollars in there. It says so. Uh, Wait, pretty... do you have twenty million dollars? No, no. I think I think like uh, th- this was too long, and I probably should have read it beforehand. But I read the beginning of it. So this guy basically uh, doesn't want to spend money on himself because the world is in a bad place, but he wants to get laid. And it says uh, so. Pretty much the reason I'm boring with you all this is because I I feel great shame and wouldn't want to wear a two hundred dollar pair of jeans or an eighty dollar shirt. Uh, those are the things that are not a prior to me, but I would like to meet a mate. What are your thoughts? And it says, I love Scotchy Good Conversation. <laughs> thanks for bringing so many cool things in Orlando to light. And it's signed W. So thanks for being a man enough. Like George to... W? I, I don't know. I think George probably. George W could probably afford some things. Yeah, but I feel like George isn't a big dresser. Yeah. I feel like he probably wears what his, what Laura, is that her, is that her name? Yeah. I feel like he wears whatever Laura tells her to wear, him to wear. 
probably. Yeah. So uh, W wants to up his game fashion-wise, but he doesn't want to spend money because the world is an unjust place and people go to bed hungry. I'm sorry I didn't read your whole but email, I, 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 would, I would bet that W has already uh, wasted money on things, you know? Because he listens to my podcast. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I, <laughs> you said I, I, yes. I would, yeah, I mean, I would, I would just. You don't imagine, listen to my podcast. Yeah, was, <laughs> that's because I'm trying to feed the poor. I know you're a much yeah. better person than yeah. W. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that guy's a dick. Well, I mean, I also buy stylish loafers, but you know, you usually have some nice shoes. Yeah, <laughs> like are those cool. are those are okay. I like those. Okay, these are pretty cool. Right? I don't know if I'd wear those, like, really? but I like them. I think Dee Dee probably would like those. She wants me to step up my shoe game because you see what I'm wearing. I'm wearing jacks. These are these are actually hard to find. These are Puma. Um, what are these? P- Pumas? Yeah. Yeah, checking your shoe off. What's the cool? I I didn't even realize. Is, I, I, is it Super Liga? I, I, you know, I didn't. I didn't realize Puma was still a thing. But these are like the green felt thing. Yeah, oh, they're cool. I, I, I guess if you tell me, if it's, you say it's somebody. amazing how many people have asked me about these shoes and asked me where I could get them. But then when I tried to buy another pair, uh huh, Puma's out of business. No, they're they're going, but it seems like the my size. They always either are what, like you got big dogs. What are you a size 12, 12 and a half? No, they're um, I think eleven and a half or twelve. So okay, so nailed it. But they're um, yeah. but they're like um. But the thing is, like, uh, the it seemed like they were either size fourteen or a size eight. Like, fourteen is way too big. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. like it's like my size must be common enough that it was hard to find. But and um, have your have your feet gotten bigger as you got older? I think like a half size, maybe. Isn't that weird? Because you put on weight. Yeah, I know, but I I haven't. I'm slim as hell. You are? No, I'm not. <laughs> Just trying to convince myself. <laughs> <laughs> I come kind of. Yeah, you're not. You're not heavy. No, I, I feel I'm heavier. I'm heavier than I was when I was younger. For well, sure. we. I think we're all getting. You know, even the Mona Lisa is aging. But I'm. You know, I'm not bad. So W. <laughs> no, you're very handsome. You got a great head of hair, dude. I'm. I'm so jealous of your hair, and your shoes, your Pumas. Oh, now um, you like my shoes. Uh, so W. Here's my thing. I used to sell vintage clothing. I think we've covered that a couple times on this podcast. Here's what you can do. Go to Men's Warehouse. Have them measure you and then leave. Don't ever buy money, buy clothing gonna, at Men's Warehouse. Gonna, yeah, hoping. no, it's it's the Walmart of clothing. It's, it's, I have something to say on this too. Though, okay, actually. go. Give me a second. You go first. Oh, wait. Guess first. Did I almost knock something off the, the wall? Not, yeah, it, that'll kill you if it comes off the wall. So Jesus. you go first and then I'll go. So W well, is, wants wants to look fashionable, but doesn't I want think, to spend a lot of money. I mean, I'm, there's a there's a couple of issues I have with W, but um, he didn't read his whole email. Yeah, part of maybe why he doesn't find a mate is because he's overthinking everything. Is probably what I think. But, okay, and I think that if you really think you have to buy the right clothes, have the right car, <laughs> that you're probably kind of off to a bad start. But I feel like there's girls have, who are looking for that too. They are, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, but if you just are yourself, I think there's something to that, you know. Damn straight. And I think that there's like something. Uh, I mean, people tend to like, I mean, like people that don't try too hard. <laughs> well, I think the like, people. I mean, the people that are doing things, but they don't sit there and obsess. Over, people that obsess over. If I know anybody's obsessing over a mate, I'd steer clear of them. But I, but I, I think. The, but he may be just wanting. Is it he or she? Or? It's, it's, I, I'm assuming it's W's a dude. I, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. I, I could be girl. I, I have no idea. But but I think the people who we hang out with uh-huh. don't obsess over these things. Yeah. But you put some thought into what you're wearing. No, I, I like stuff. But I also like. 
I like clothes, but I don't spend a lot of money on them, you know. And I buy things that are probably, for the most part, sort of durable, and they kind of yeah, it's it's quality over quantity. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say because I used to sell vintage clothing. I mean, you want to look kind of cool, but you don't have to like overdo it. Go get get go to Men's Warehouse. Waste their time, get your measurements, act like you're going to wear something, and then bounce. Don't don't spend any yeah. money at Men's Warehouse. They put small but companies out of business. That, I also think that, uh, like, I had these two roommates in the early 90s. Uh-huh. And one roommate didn't have a car, and he had a bike, and women used to pick him up at the house all the time. The other guy Hot. wouldn't ask people out because he didn't really have the right car. Uh-huh. And I pointed out, I said, you know, the other guy doesn't even have a car. And he's getting laid. And I said, you're sitting there thinking about looking at cars all yeah. the time. And he, uh, I said, the, but the other guy was, the car guy was a little uptight, you know. Mm-hmm. The other guy that didn't have the car, I don't know if he even cared, you know. <laughs> and that probably showed to yeah. the girls who yeah. went like, he's cool. Yeah. You think? And I think, I think that, yeah, like, and especially like, I think too when i see a lot of people get older and they get more desperate too and it's just, <laughs> just kind of a like, sad word <laughs> like, sorry but it's just no like no a, no it's, it's, it's a, we don't we're not desperate i hate to say yeah. it but i like i see around i see people um around me that i i just think like wow you know like i don't know sometimes i think like why do you want to mate so badly i mean like i like being with somebody but i also kind of feel like if it's that much work to kind of try to be with somebody, I'd rather just not. I, I've, I've covered this on the podcast. Yeah. The moment I found the girl I married yeah. was the moment I stopped caring. Like, and I've never really been the, I got to dress up and wear whatever it is the society says. You I, I style. And my, my, I, I, thank you. Uh, it's but, good to have style, though, I think. But, but the moment, like, I, I literally went, I'm just going to wear whatever the fuck I want. Because, because I was looking for a girl for a while. And I... I was DJing, so I mean, I, I I I did okay, but I finally wanted a relationship, uh-huh. and and I, I tried, and I went to bars, and people set me up on dates, and nothing ever worked out. And literally within a couple weeks of going, I'm just going to do whatever I want. I found Dee, Dee the girl I married. Yeah, you know, what? great. It, thank you, and I, you're right. Um, but but it, I, the way I looked at it was, if I was myself, uh-huh. at, at my at whatever myself is, be it my worst or my best. Uh-huh. I would conform a little. I mean, every now and then, well, on a, on a regular basis, I'll wear something because Dee Dee says I should wear that, which is a compromise because I love her and you know, like an we, ankle bracelet to make sure she knows where you are. Probably the monitor that yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but but I figured like you know I can conform a little bit if she loves me at my worst or, or what I thought was my best. That would that's that would be the person that I wanted to be with. So W, just just be you, dude. <laughs> But it's also like I mean, you can buy things at thrift shops. Yeah, I was. Go- that's where I was going with the yeah. men's warehouse yeah, thing. Yeah. Was get your measurements and then shop online, and get a suit that's cool and it's inexpensive, and you're going to look like, like cool. You're not going to look like, like you buy off cool the rack. Things you can buy at thrift shops that are just not even like. It's know. easier if you just buy offline, but buy vintage offline. Like if, if you got time to go to a thrift store, that's cool. But it's it's uh, that's hard. It's, but one thing I have a hard time sometimes buying clothes online is because. The quality isn't always what you think it's going to be, so... Yeah, well, I, I was a great vintage seller, so I was just speaking on behalf of the great vintage sellers. Commercial number three. I hate to be the one who tells you this, but the holidays are here, and your life might be getting a teeny bit more stressful over the next couple of days. Take a step back, breathe, and take a pro tip. Go to Orlando Meets. Whether you're planning for a party, 
whether you're planning for a family get-together, whether you just feel like being nice to yourself and get something delicious, check out their butcher and check out their restaurant with new extended hours. There's no reason you can't go check out everything that's wonderful and local about Orlando Meats. They are located at 728 Virginia Drive, right next to Santiago's Bordega. Go in there today, get yourself something good, fill your belly, and let them know you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. You're probably going to have to buy a present at some point in the next couple weeks for somebody. The holidays are here, and someone you know loves craft beer. I love craft beer. Your mom might love craft beer. Your father-in-law definitely loves craft beer. You know where you need to go? Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. They can sell you any one of their hundreds of bottles, or they can do a crowler or a growler of their delicious, award-winning, in-house, crafted beer. Check out Red Light, Red Light tonight. They have new extended hours so you can probably go by there just about any time of the day and get something delicious for yourself and take something home for the people you love. Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor is located at 2810 Kareen. Get yourself something amazing, something craft, something delicious, and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And your third question for me. Quick, make it up off the top of your head. Um. You're killing me. <laughs> You're so killing me. <laughs> so did you, uh, we were talking about sports. Did you, were you athletic as a young man? <laughs> I bowled one season. I played one season of baseball also. Oh, really? Yeah, because, well, let's say my brother called me a bad name. I love my brother. But he, he basically made fun of my masculinity. Uh-huh. Um, so so I, I played a season of baseball and I, I bowled in a league. One time, ooh, I burped a little bit. Excuse me. One time, I uh, I really had the hots for this girl. I actually wound up dating her for a while, but I found out she was on cross country. We used to ride the bus together. I often wonder if she listens to the podcast. Um, so uh, I, I found out she was on cross country, and I told her I used to run cross country at the school I went to before I went to my... And you made that up? Oh, yeah, I totally made that up. I, 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 I ran nowhere. Yeah, and she ran me through the woods and over hills. Not hills, but it was fortunately there are no hills. <laughs> but we ran through the woods and whatever. It seemed like hills. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, in such bad shape. We, we, yeah, I was in horrible <laughs> shape. I was yeah. the, the the worst shaped sixteen year old boy ever. Yeah. And uh, um, like I, so I ran with her and I, I did okay. I kept up, and that was the most I've it's ever. Kind of promising that she wanted to run with you. Though. I, I think she probably knew that that I I. Uh, Maybe she was trying to kill you. I, maybe I well I dated her for a while I think she might have been trying to kill me <laughs> both physically and mentally uh, but uh, uh, so that was the last time I, I probably really run uh-huh. do you run you you jog a little don't yeah, you yeah I still run that's crazy I ran yesterday that's it's too hot and it's too far no, I didn't run yesterday I ran the day and before. it's very very hard running no, is very very hard I run and I swim some and I bike and I've been planking and yeah. doing push ups does it show no not at all no, no, yeah, not at all yeah, I've it, got a messed up right shoulder, and it now it kind of grinds, grinds when I'm doing uh, push-ups. Do you make so. clicky noises? Yeah, but I um I can lift weights, but I can't. It doesn't hurt me, but I as long as I don't move it too far, you know, move it back too far. Okay, 
Does that defeat the purpose of lifting weights? No, it, like it's a, it's kind of more like a awkward movement anyway. That I okay, do, you know. So I um I, I walk a lot. Like I walk a couple miles a day with this this hound right here at my feet. Yeah. And I I, I stretch. Like I kind of do like a little bit of yoga thing in the morning. Uh-huh. I probably should do that more. I think. Yeah, I've been going to yoga too. Yoga's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Make you feel, have you ever done yoga in your you because you grew up an athlete. You you ever done yoga before? I've done. I haven't done enough of it. Yeah, so. that that yoga's great. Like I I feel like as you get older, it's 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 more important to stretch were, and uh, shit. You know the the um, Werner Herzog uh, film school. Yes. He has like this thing called the Rogue <laughs> Film School for like a week ago. Uh-huh. And part of the thing is you're not supposed to handle any gear. Okay. Because he talks about how people are so obsessed with gear. Yeah. And they don't become the artist, you know? They yeah. Don't, they're just like they, they're more, they think the gear is going to make him into an artist, which I think there's probably a lot of validity to that. But I think so. And then he, but he also doesn't allow um, yoga. He has like a whole thing. <laughs> he thinks it's like emptying your mind. He always talks about, I mean, I don't think he probably knows a lot about yoga. He knows a lot, a lot about a lot of things. But yeah, but I, not apparently yoga. And um, Emptying your mind is wrong in his well, head? Yeah and, well, I, yeah, and when I saw I saw him like five years ago at University of South Florida in Tampa, and he uh, had like an hour Q&A, and then, you know, like you're at these things, and there's always people that ask like a film director something and they think he's like a Hollywood director and they ask him questions that they would ask a Hollywood they don't really know enough yeah, this yeah. one guy goes this guy's about 50 he goes I've seen a few of your films and they're they're kind of depressing and, uh, <laughs> they're slow and then yeah, and then, and then uh, Bernard Herzog goes do you know what I think is depressing a Omaha strip uh, he said a middle aged woman doing yoga in an Omaha strip mall he goes next question <laughs> <laughs> <But I> just, <laughs> it was such an absurd answer. Oh God! Um, <laughs> um Pat, yeah. question number seven for you. This is seven. It seems like thirty. I know. Thank you. <laughs> did you ask me your third question? Uh, I don't know. If I no, did. we. we I, I'm so lost. We is did that your hair? Is that a, no? I did ask you. Um, uh, what was the question? About if you were about sports. Uh, sports. Yeah, I never played sports. I I, I, I don't. Except for the cross country girl. That, that, that was that was the, there were few things I care less about than sports. Yeah, yeah I I um it I don't like team sports because you you don't like team sports, do you? No, I loved, but the well, that's the problem. You said I, you played baseball. The problem I started having was the whole the sports culture. Oh. I just wanted to play the game, and I just didn't want to be bothered. I think See, that's what I hate is I hate the winning I, for the team. But I think that there's like it's it's the same thing in a lot of like the art world. Yeah, is that people get too fixated in the culture of something and just don't do it on their own terms. Like I think you just kind of forget like all the bullshit because there's bullshit in everything. Absolutely, like, you know it's like yeah. So like in art, I just think there's amazing stuff. And don't focus on what you think is bullshit, you know? Yeah. Just think that there's a lot of amazing stuff and not and don't not everybody that's in the art world I mean there's a lot of people in the art world might think it's bullshit too, you know, so I'm not terribly coordinated or strong. <laughs> but I have a killer instinct. I don't know about that either, or smart. Um, but I like like individual sports, and yeah. I think like when the X Games came out, I thought that was pretty fascinating. Like, like I, I actually I did surf. Is that a video game. The X Games were like surfing and oh, skateboarding yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, snowboarding yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I did try to surf a little bit, 
And I like the idea of it. Like, I like surfing by myself. Like, I would go out in the morning sometimes and just kind of, if I, it, over the course of 45 minutes, an hour on the water, if I caught a wave, I was totally content. Yeah. You know, because to me, it was me in the ocean and me standing up on the board or me riding. You were a salt surfer? I, I don't know if that's the word <laughs> I was looking for, but apparently, yes. I, I, I you know, I, I really like that. I'm like, picturing like this kind of like, you're, there's a video of you out there and then there, no, there's you're not. narrating it and going... The sun comes up every morning. No, no, it wasn't every morning. (laughs) This was, I I owned a surfboard. If I did it 25 times in my entire adult life, well, it was, I think I got my surfboard when I was probably 17 and I think I sold it at 22. So if I did it 25 times, I've never been that disciplined. The podcast is the most disciplined I've ever been in my life. The podcast and my relationship with my wife. Like I, I've never been disciplined enough to do sports or do something, take anything seriously. Yeah. The fact that this comes out every week is a, a minor miracle in my world. Because I'm like, a, um, I'm a project addict. Yeah. Addict, so I kind of feel like a lot of people will be like, oh, in two years I'm going to run a marathon or, you know, like, I don't know, something like this. And I have to have these like three month goals. Yeah. Because then it really makes me, um, I have to have something quickly, like attained quickly enough and something I have to do some work. But I do have like a project addiction, sort of. You yeah. Know? So, What's your current project? Um, well, there's a few things in it. Some of it's like one thing I'm actually trying to curate a show, a bigger show, and hopefully at like in a museum. So, um, okay. I'm working on it, but it's actually in sort of under wraps still. Okay. No, no a couple one. of people that are involved, that want to be involved, I'm talking to. No one ever listens to this. So yes. We'll be fine. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love you, Pat. Why would they listen to this? <laughs> You're the guest. I'm wildly popular. Uh, <laughs> probably is a good way to stop smoking or something. Or fall yeah. asleep. I'm asleep now. Um, you asked asleep. me a question. I did a commercial. Uh, Pat, we talked about your pockets. What's in your wallet? Pull your wallet out. Oh, God. Come on, pull your wallet out. What if there was like something really like a... What if I had like a condom? You, you realize <laughs> I, I said Jimmy hats earlier. I, I, you realize you can lie. That's the other thing. No, but I was like, like I, I was thinking like that kind of thing when you're like a teenager. Yeah, you know, your condom you drops can, out. Your condom, you can see the seam of your condom. Quite frankly, I would be very proud of you. Pull out like three things out of your wallet and tell me what what they are. Just random things, not not credit cards or driver's license. Something weird. Somebody's business card or something. I have um, YMCA card, which I'm no longer a member. Of. Okay, that expired when. A few in June. Okay. July, so, July. Okay. <laughs> I pictured you have a big bad wallet. Is it a big thick thing? I can't see it. No, called. it's small. Okay, good. Well, taxi, that that's fairly thick. It's about well, a quarter inch to half an inch. I have guest passes to the Orlando Museum of Art. Okay, that's good. That's that's nice. Mm-hmm. What's the cost getting the Orlando Museum of Art these days? It's like 15 bucks. Worth it. I have an IKEA family card. Really? Have you been in IKEA lately? Um, a few months ago. Okay. Give me one more thing. Um, City of Orlando um, gym. You know, they have gyms like they have one downtown. They have one Really? Down- yeah. I What's that there. like? Is it smelly? Oh, it's great. Really? It's clean. It's it's like 50 bucks a month because I'm over 55. What's a good deal? 50 bucks a year. Sorry. Oh, well, that's a, a really year. good deal. Yeah, that, that's that's a great deal. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. They have showers? Um, some of them have showers and some of them don't. How many Orlando City gyms are There's there? There's one down, like, um, sort of by uh, where the old Amway was. Okay. There's uh, kind of by Bob Carr. Okay. There's one 
um, behind Princeton Elementary over in Princeton there. Well, that's a great section. And there's one next to Boone High School. That's the one I've been going to. Nice. I used to live over there. Yeah. I had so a house over there. Yeah. There's in Dover Shores, there's one. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 great. I, I, um, it's it's If you're, say, if you're under 55. That's me. I think it's 80 bucks a year. Oh, rip off. 80 bucks a year. We discussed I don't like working out. Is there yoga classes? Are there classes? The yoga classes are like five bucks a shot. So that's a separate thing. I can do yoga on my own. Yeah. I'm like a Gandhi or something. You are? Sure. <laughs> that second beer just kicked in. Have you noticed? Are you wise? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you know what your dad says about being wise? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I always think it's funny when somebody tells me they're wise. But, but sometimes when you meet somebody who's not wise at all, and they just won't shut the fuck up and t- they're get- telling you what about the world. It's my podcast. I do feel like saying I'm wiser than you just because they're annoying. Now, you know? <laughs> That's absolutely my podcast. So I can just That's be like, I'm, I'm annoying. You're you're annoying. I'm annoying. Whatever. But but you you're wise. You know you're wise, right? <laughs> it's okay to say well, you're wise compared to some people. But compared to most people. Well, I don't know. Sometimes. But do, don't you think like compared to. Let's say forty-five percent of the I mean, world. You're wise, but if you're wise, do you really? Uh, it's but it's okay to know it. Yeah, but like, I mean, I don't know. I, I can, well, when I see like what's running around, I feel wise. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but I hear like I, if you look go look at Facebook. I feel wise. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not saying be Donald Trump because he's not wise. He's a yeah. fucking moron. Yeah, he's gonna, oh, like, I love that guy. <laughs> but, but, I know you don't. <laughs> um, but but it's okay to be aware. As long as you're just not a dick about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Be wise. <laughs> be, be, be wise about being wise. How about that? It's like, you know, I, I have this whole thing, too, where I have this, uh, and I've, I've talked to, it seems like a couple of people have brought this up with lately. I I don't like gurus. You know, the kind of people that are like, like, I was talking to... Jim Jones? Yeah, well, I, yeah, mean, I feel that's, like that's, 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 that's might be an extreme example. Yeah, but but yeah. like, like the kind of thing where uh, when somebody thinks that somebody has the answers and they're like, or there's self help, and I feel like sometimes you get help from them, but I always feel like that they're like, I feel like I, I mean, I know this is really cynical, but I feel like a lot of those people are. I feel like they're predatory or something, or they're like they're, they're trying to have sex with, <laughs> with like your wife or you know, yeah. like, and, they, and they just like. You know, like, oh, Peter, you need to do this. And then meanwhile, like, uh, well, don't leave Dee with them because, you know. But here's the thing. I'm, something, I, 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 I'm the first to admit I have absolutely no fucking idea. Idea I, about what? I, everything. About not, not, I don't have a clue. <laughs> you know, and, and that's why. I that have seems pe- wise. Though. But, but, that I, seems I, wise that you said that. But, but I'm, the one who, <laughs> I'm the one who admits so that I might be. I, I'm, I'm not smart, but I might be wise. I think. Well, but I could be wrong because it's all about perception. Like I, I, I mean, think you're smart. I, I, I'm smart, but I'm not like smart. You know, I I know some shit, but I, I don't. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, I can kill somebody with my bare hands. I, I, I could probably kill somebody with my bare hands. I don't think I can kill you, but I can kill but both. I, but I'm I, smart I, enough to know it's a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I'm or wise enough. And and that's that's the thing is I think it's okay to know you're wise. Just don't be a dick about it. And also part of this podcast is I like bringing in 99.9% of the people who sit with me are smarter than me. Well, at least they say they are. No, but, but uh, they are. Like, I, I'm, I don't get dummies here on the podcast. 
So I'm okay with having someone talk to me and I really will pay attention to those films and those books. I might not read them, but I'll look at them. (laughs) We can watch them together. (laughs) I don't don't know. I'll I'll get bored. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm Let's Ride Bikes guy. You know, let's go outside. You, 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 wait, you don't like riding bikes? No, no, but I'm saying like I'm I'm like I can't sit for too terribly oh, yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Like with with any any time a movie is slow, I'm that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I like I, riding bikes too. I, I, I you're you 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 bike riding guy now, right? I bike a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I, like it, yeah. I think. Oh, what's in your wallet? <laughs> what's in your You've never listened to this. There's a lot a lot of time me getting lost in the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll edit this. It's gonna sound like a million bucks. Or eight bucks. Yeah. Um, who do you know in Orlando that I don't know who could sit here and waste two hours? Oh, my God. <laughs> See, it all leads to this. This this is the thing. Is it like we go through people that are unemployed? and you know, like just... I'm just looking for wise people. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't have to be like, like you know, they, I'm not looking for the... the, the, do, you ever, the... do you ever email or, um, excuse me, interview uh, Cole Neesmith? I feel like I have. What's he do? He did the immersive, uh, it used to be Creative City Project. Oh yeah, I did. Did he do that thing downtown recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on like like three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. Got beautiful hair. That dude's got beautiful hair. <laughs> Better he's, than mine. He's damn handsome. No, he's younger <laughs> and prettier than you. Like, you know, I mean, he's a good guy. He's yeah, I know. Guy. He and he's he's uh, the mover and shaker in the yeah, art world yeah, in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Like that thing he does downtown. Yeah. I didn't go to it, but I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it cool. Uh, no, did you, you go told to me, it? Yeah, I went to it. Okay, because it seemed exhausting. There were too many art things going I, on. I do. I have a. Uh, I get a little bit overwhelmed by that big a crowd. Though. Yeah, that that's that seems that's hard. Like a, out of my crowd league. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I he like he's fascinating, and, and I loved having him on. I, I it just like it's just like I think he's too young and too pretty. Yeah. And, and two just so you need somebody old and beaten up like me no not necessarily <laughs> I, 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 I loved having him on like I really did yeah. like because I didn't know him and I, I forgot how we got hooked up to it with each other uh-huh. but but I, I, I um, he's he's the youth of Orlando he's yeah. he's the stuff who's going to make this yeah. even a bigger town like, like that, that thing that what, what the creative art city project Creative City Project. Thank you. Yeah. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. That's all. I think it's called Immerse now, or something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. Like yeah. it's it's this uh, what's a three day art. It's yeah. basically art in Orlando for three days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me another person. I had that person. Um, well, I'm a big fan of Matt Gorney. Okay, I don't I don't know who that is. Who is that? He he will probably talk about a lot of things you don't know about. I don't mind. See, I, see, I, that's fine. I, I like. So I, Matt Gorney, right. I've been friends with him since the mid '80s, and he's Matt. We're in the group Civic Minded Five. You know, we booked, That's cool. And he started it. He's really the mastermind. He also does Jazz in the Bible Belt, which he didn't start. But he, on PRK? Yeah, I used to be yeah. one of the DJs on there. Okay. But it used to be three of us. Mm-hmm. Now there's two. Cutting and scratching. No, it was, it was more experimental. I was kidding. Yeah, 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 I was. <laughs> Did you give me, a name? give me a name? The dude from the thing. Um, What about uh, um, Ryan Rivas? Do you know him? No, what's that do? He's a... Um, he has Burl Press, which is a small literary press. I know that, yes. And Jared Sylvia used to be his editor, but he's also another. He did the. He also does the um, synthesizer night, like he did it at the Nook the other night. But <laughs> I love this already. <laughs> but Jared is a is a very like is a Renaissance man. Okay. And also, Julia Young, who works, who Ryan still works for, I think, and she does page fifteen. It's the children's literary. I don't know if she could do Scotch in Conversation as a children's 
kind of like she's promoting children's literacy. That's center. fine. We love children. No, I, you might love children. But I, don't I don't really know, like, like children that much. But is she supposed to be like talking about scotch? I don't know. But we're not evil. We're nice here. Well, Wait, have you drank anything since no, you've been I here? Haven't. I've had two beers. And but I don't know if that would like be a bad, you know, for her brand or whatever. I don't know how that works. Well, I wish she'd come on. She sounds nice. Yeah, she's great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think that's enough. Pat, do you have anything you need to plug? Um, <laughs> you mean like my diapers or something? Or? No, no. I don't think um, you wear adult diapers, do you? Yeah. No. Do you have, do you have a, I told you that I... Do you have um, a website or... A, I, no, I, I'm working for a Laughing Samurai, which is... Would you like me to put a link in the show notes, or should we cut this all out? Um, if, if it's okay with them, I, it'd be you know I don't I have to talk to them, but I think they're like you know what I really like. I mean, they're great people, but I'm the community relations person, mm-hmm. and um, one thing that's really interesting is and they do like you know, digital marketing and they they do marketing strategies, but they make websites and do videos and all this kind of. But they're amazing people but also today is election day oh yeah we are at election and they day. closed the office so everybody would go vote good for them and i was just like these are the kind of people that they have they have integrity you know? yeah so, yeah good for them yeah so i'm kind of uh, impressed by that I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes yeah they're to really... laughing samurai here's the thing lately does anybody listen to this <laughs> The second best podcast at Orlando. Oh yeah, <laughs> three-time winner of the Orlando Weekly. It's like that. Uh, Have you heard Glen Gary, Glen Ross? Yeah, yeah. When they said first prize is you know the Cadillac, uh, I'm, I'm, second prize is a set of steak knives, third I'm, prize is I'm good wildly fire. popular in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while, but I really am. Like I'm, I've got dozens of downloads. We should just move to Mexico and do podcasts. I, I know you love Mexico. <laughs> um, the, here's the thing. Lately. Rosie knows when the podcast is ending. So How does she know this? I don't know. She's done this 150 times. You see, she got up and... Like, I had a a basset when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And my neighbors had a beagle. And they used to hang out all the time. And that was when I was a kid. Yeah. They didn't... You know, you didn't necessarily have to leash your dog up. Your dog could walk around. Run around. Yeah. yeah. But my mom... And I was like the third grade. My brother's in the first grade. And like at whatever time, like say 2 o'clock when school's getting out... My mom would look out the window. She said that every day, our well, our dog was called, his name was Clarence Lee. My oh. dad actually named he had a friend named Lee, who went by Lee, and he found out that his actually first name was Clarence. So he named him after the guy Clarence Lee because the guy didn't want anybody to know that his name was Clarence. Okay, yeah. So, so my dad, uh, <laughs> we had a dog Clarence Lee, and then Sandy was the beagle. Yeah. And my mom said like every day at like two o'clock or whatever the dogs would walk to the corner and wait for us it's like what they know these things the, rosie's done probably like in the studio because you this, think rosie's bored with this no no i just think she knows <laughs> my wrap-up she she's feeding off me because she knows that this is the end well, of like this there's a different tone kind of yeah. I, I, I have no idea but the last like five or six of these she goes ape shit so i'm trying to keep my my intonation is that the word i'm looking for that sounds good. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, I'm trying to keep it like up, up, up here. Like I'm trying to be up here, not down here where I'm ending it. Um, so, what I was gonna say is, we talked Why, about because when you she thinks you're ending it, you she goes apeshit. She starts barking. Interesting. I, I, I don't know why. Like it, she's learned that the podcast is ending. And you think she's heckling you? I don't. I think she hates my podcast. I uh, think most people do. I mean, dogs don't like podcasts. So I, I covered Compass Box. 
I covered CJ Mass because you were nice enough to bring him up. He's the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. She, she's getting up. I think she knows the word CJ. She hates CJ Mask. Yeah, he's such a lovable dude. Wow. Um, uh, I think that's it. We've covered your um, uh, Laughing Samurai, right? Yeah, yeah. Pat, I love you. You love, love me. Too. I love you too. Okay, good. You make the best grits, by the way. I, mean, I put that in my notes. Oh, did you I, put that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you make the best grits. I don't really particularly like grits, but we, wow. we spent the weekend hanging out at a beach house one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's passionate. And, and, uh, you, and you ma- had to go buy them. Yeah, you, you you want to make grits, and I think I brought the uh, the best grits, which fine grits. It, it's not an expensive thing. Um, I bought like the nicest grits I could find. It's funny because somebody said to me like, last week or so, and they were from Florida, and they said that they'd never had cheese grits. You make cheese grits, right? But I just thought, oh, it was like my friend's mom, and she's eighty seven. She's from. Like born in Orlando. I feel like she She's got ripped off. Yeah. And I was like, how do you not know cheese grits? And she said, are they good? I should go make her cheese grits. You shouldn't. You should go right now. She's actually one of my favorite people, too. I thought I was. I, you, well, you, you mean you could be, I said one of them. You're yeah, okay. You should go right now and make her cheese grits. Because you make really great grits. That would be funny if I just said... Just showed up? No, I, I, I go to her house and I... Um, her name's Helen Werba and her... I've been friends with her. I mean, they're like my second family. Mm-hmm. But um, I go over to her house and I have to bring her a milkshake. I like Helen. It's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> she just turned 87. She should come on my podcast. She would actually be, I, yeah, she might be good. You know, what's Helen do besides she's, be old? Well, now she's just at home. Yeah. And I mean, she has a walker now, so she has a oh. little trouble getting around. But yeah. she, I think she still drives around. Perfect. But um, <laughs> but she, you, she wouldn't, uh, she's, you know, a nice lady. She wouldn't probably... She might have a scotch. I don't know. Good. All right. I love you. I think we're going to end this. We're done? Yeah, yeah. We're done. We've been talking for three hours, two and a half hours. You guys, hey, if there's someone in your life you love, uh, take care of them. (laughs) See, see, Rosie knows this part. She's starting to freak out. Hey, Rosie, it's okay. It's only the end of a podcast, not the end of the world. It's really not that important. Be nice to each other. Take care of each other. Love each other. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. Media Production.